Super Talk Mississippi media production. You're listening to Sports Talk Mississippi On Demand, presented by Pearl River Resort. Escape to Choctaw, Mississippi and enjoy world-class gaming, the Dancing Rabbit Golf Club, and Geyser Falls Water Park. Escape to Pearl River Resort. To the junction, in the grove, and to the top. This, this is Sports Talk Mississippi. On your radio and in the game. Right here on Super Talk Mississippi. Tuesday afternoon with you, Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm. Richard Cross, Michael Borky, Brian Haydad, thank you for being with us. You want to be a part of the conversation? And I'm sure you will. Ceasefire text line is open at 601-879-4395. Get ready for faster phones. Ceasefire is rapidly expanding 5G as part of a billion-dollar investment into their 5G and fiber networks over the next three years. That means more coverage, more reliability, and more speed. Learn more at cspire.com. We are glad to be with you this afternoon. We have Game 2 of the National Championship Series, and it is a different feel than you had going into last night's game. Last night, regardless of the outcome, you knew there would be a tomorrow and tomorrow was either going to be a day to win a national championship or a day to extend your season and keep it alive. Well, that's what today is. It's a day about extending the season if you are a Mississippi State fan. It's about staying alive and forcing a Game 3 for all the marbles tomorrow night. The only thing you can do right now is get through today. Last night, Mississippi State and Vanderbilt played game number one. Things could not have gotten off to a better start. Mississippi State, the visiting team, solo home run, top of the first inning, packed house overwhelmingly. 90, maybe 95% Mississippi State fans. And boy, did they have something to cheer about with a home run in the first inning. It looks great right out of the gate. So let's just pause right there for a second. Hey, Dad, top of the first, solo shot, Mississippi State on the board it felt really good. Yeah, I mean, you know, you, you touch lighter, and that's how you get to lighter. There's no stringing, you know, three, four base hits. He's not going to give up six, seven hits in an inning that allows you to score a bunch of runs. You got to hit him for the big, the big hits, doubles and home runs. And so, you know, you get off to that good start, and you think, okay, if McLeod is, is on a little bit tonight, maybe we've got something. McLeod was that- not on. That was a big if, Michael Borkey, because it did not go well for Christian McLeod on the mound last night for Mississippi State. Worked the, the opening count to Enrique Bradfield Jr., got it to full, but then he walked him. Walks, wild pitches, a big fly, just a recipe for disaster right out of the gate. Yeah, and that's twice now in the College World Series. You, you know he's better than that. He's had some consistency issues this season, but nothing like that. I, I kept thinking watching that, that that poor kid's in his own head. And hindsight, of course, is twenty twenty. But I was saying to my television, so you know, Coach Lamonis could hear me. You got to go get him now. You get, get him now. It's over. And I assume that part of that was because they didn't have somebody ready in the pen. But you knew after about the third batter he saw that was it. He he was not going to be effective last night. 
command issues all over the place, very clearly in his own head or however you want to describe it. And the the faster you could have pulled him, the better. And again, maybe you didn't have somebody ready in the pen. But after the third batter, I was like, go get him. He's done. Yeah, and, I mean, he's, and, and in Chris Lamonis's defense, there's no reason to have somebody no, getting loose all, in all. the bottom of the first before a pitch is thrown in the game. That's you, not how you it can't works. Do that, man, not that, uh, talk about his confidence is already obviously low. If you have somebody just warming up on the first pitch, I mean, no. what's the point? You might as well just go ahead and just not start the guy. He did see one batter too long, though. Two-thirds of an inning, two hits, two walks, two hit batters, six earned runs. The big fly was the Jason Gonzalez three-run home run that made it 7-1. to one. Vanderbilt scores seven in the bottom of the first inning. They would they would only score one more run the rest of the way. That's the thing, man. And, and aside from the home run at spin zone here, they didn't earn it last night. McLeod Who? Vanderbilt McLeod kind of handed it to him, and the the base hit was a seeing eye single, not a very hard hit ball. Vanderbilt hit one baseball hard last night, and so going into the game, you talked about you know not great offensively. They haven't been very good lately. They're not really scoring runs or doing it on pitching, and I think last night kind of showed that. After the debacle of the first inning, a handful of bullpen guys that aren't usually the first guys out of the pen for Mississippi State shut them down. They, they Vanderbilt was kind of handed that game last night because of command issues, because once McLeod came out of the game, they could do nothing offensively. Yeah, and, and, and that's kind of the thing. In the postseason, Vanderbilt's been shaky offensively. To, to their credit, they have figured out a way to get wins. They have. I mean, they're, they're a win away from their second consecutive national championship with the COVID year in between. Um, and so many questions about how tonight is going to unfold. This is one of those games where, I mean, you, you can go back and you can analyze the heck out of it. But frankly, I don't know how much analysis last night needs or deserves. It, it, it's fairly straightforward. I sat on the couch and watched that game and kept waiting for something to happen, and just nothing happened. Crowd was taken out of it in the bottom of the first inning. I mean, game was decided in the first inning, and it, it kind of it... state was pretty good out of the bullpen. Yeah, they, they did what they needed to do to give themselves a chance as the game went along. After Christian McLeod, it was Chase Patrick for a third of an inning. And then Cade Smith for two innings. And then Brandon Smith for two innings. And then KC Hunt for two innings. And Jackson Fristo pitches the last inning of the game. But you're right. I mean, it was decided. And they talked about that some in the broadcast. You know, if you take out the first inning, this is a 1-1 game or a one nothing game or a 2-1 to game, and it's completely different. Except for the fact that you don't get to do that. That's not how baseball works. That's not how any sport works. You don't get to cherry-pick the bad part and pull it out and say, yes, if not for that, then this. It does say, though, that, I mean, aside from the obvious, that this series is clearly not over. This Vanderbilt lineup, you can shut down. And if Kumar Rocker doesn't go tonight, although, is he 18 yet? Or is he still 17? I believe he's still 17. Uh, so Christian Vander- Little is still 17. Vanderbilt's going to throw a kid, a child, that has big league stuff tonight. But still, <laughs> I mean, 
it's um, it's still there for them because I, I think through all of the blowout last night, you did see a lineup that you can shut down even without Will Bednar tonight. Yeah. Uh, Charlie says, way to jinx State, Richard. But honestly, State will win tonight. Too big of a home field atmosphere advantage for MSU. Should get bats hot and use. Um, yes, great atmosphere, great opportunity. But you got to figure out a way to be able to use those 20,000 fans. What, 24,000 and change was attendance last night? I think it's clear that 20,000 of them were Mississippi State fans. Talked about it a lot during the broadcast. You know, you got some locals that are sprinkled in and a handful of Vanderbilt fans that are sprinkled in. It was a Mississippi State home game. And Borky actually pointed out something really, really interesting this morning. The all-time record crowd at Duty Noble is what, a little over 16,000, hey, Dad? And, and that's at the uh, old ballpark? It, it, no, it, it's, it's, it's at the old ballpark, but it's, it's 15-6, basically. There were more Mississippi State fans 900 miles from Starkville last night than have ever been in attendance for a home Mississippi State game. That is remarkable when you think about it in those terms. And Kyle Peterson's not one to hyperbolize, if that's a word. He's not a guy that engages in hyperbole. And the way he was describing the scene says everything. Hey, Dad, I don't know the last time that Mississippi State took that many fans to a football bowl game. Yeah, I mean, that's a good question. Maybe Mullen's uh, first bowl game, the Gator Bowl that, that year, maybe. Um, that was a big crowd. The uh, the yeah, Liberty Bowl under Sylvester Croom was 30,000-plus. Yeah. In Memphis, bowl, though. Mull, Mull, yeah, that's in Memphis. And the crowd was really into the game. The first uh, inning, before everything went to hell, uh, when the when the whistler would go, that you had the state fans coming back at him with "Let's go state." And I thought, okay, that that might work. But as soon as Vanderbilt started churning out runs, everybody just sort of sat on their seats, and and that's why tonight. I mean, that crowd should be back tonight. It's it's oh, yeah. just so important for state to get back, get off to a fast start tonight. You know, they're the home team, so they need to come out one, two, three, top of the first, and then put some runs on the board. Otherwise, it's it's uh, the, the people are just going to start getting nervous. They're going to start, you know. Starting to play the guessing game, and the longer that game goes, the, the more difficult it's going to be for Mississippi State to win. You always want to be the home team, but is there an element for Vanderbilt where they're excited about being the visiting team tonight? Yeah. Get off to a quick We start, get yeah. to go to the plate and perhaps set the tone before Mississippi State ever pulls a bat out of the rack. They're enjoying the, flip side of that the is. villain role, too, by the way. Yes, they are. Sports Talk Mississippi with you, streaming at supertalk.fm. Getting started today, obviously there's a ton of baseball to talk about. We're going to check in with Kendall Rogers coming up uh, later in this 3 o'clock hour. We'll get into the 4 o'clock hour with uh, Jay Powell from the Mississippi State Radio Network. There is a sidebar story that we can't ignore uh, that is part of this as well. Sports Talk Mississippi. 
from the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving your glass needs. They're in Ridgeland on 51 North and in Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive, Crossgates. Call them at 601-605-4443. We're looking good so far this afternoon. No wrecks or breakdowns, no major problems within the metro area. Please buckle up, drive safe, and have a great afternoon. This update is brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop. The best from us to you. Call Smith Brothers at 601-353-5217. Smith Brothers, proudly serving the metro since 1946. Selling your vehicle? We'll buy it. Need to put it on our lot? We'll consign it. Just need a new ride for the new you? We'll trade it. Pinnacle Motors needs you. Well, need your vehicle. Steve Owen and the friendly staff of Pinnacle Motors is buying, consigning, and trading quality pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs at the corner of Highway 471 at Baker Lane and Vine Street in Brandon and online at PinnacleMotorsLLC.com. That's PinnacleMotorsLLC.com. Pinnacle Motors needs you. Well, needs your vehicle. Quality vehicles. Affordable prices. Pinnacle Motors. This portion of Sports Talk Mississippi is sponsored by Coleman Taylor Transmission, servicing Central Mississippi for over 60 years. Their ASE certified technicians offer dependable transmission services, a warranty, and record services. Call Coleman Taylor today for all your transmission needs. What if there was a paint that could awaken something as old as that Rip Van Winkle guy? Hey, what? Because it could adhere to the most weathered exteriors and completely restore its youth. Hey, there's hair on my head again. If a paint could give any time-worn surface stunning new life, is it still paint? Regal Select Exterior from Benjamin Moore. Paint like no other. Seabrook Paints in Jackson and Ridgeland. Visit SeabrookPaints.com. I'm Andy Gibson, your Commissioner of Agriculture and Commerce. You can support Mississippi's many talented farmers, artisans, and craftsmen by purchasing products with a genuine Mississippi logo. And that's the proof it's the real deal. To find products grown, raised, crafted, and made in our great state, just visit GenuineMS.com or visit the Genuine Mississippi store at the Mississippi Farmers Market every Monday through Friday, 11 to 1, and Saturdays, 8 to 1. I'm Andy Gibson, and I am Genuine Mississippi. Drive by birthday parties, virtual weddings. In a world full of things you never thought possible, here's one more. Now you can get Allstate's quality insurance at an affordable rate. When you bundle your home and auto, you'll save up to 25%. With Allstate, you can lower your rates, not your expectations. Visit Allstate.com or call an agent for a quote today. In most states, prices vary based on how you buy. Savings vary. Subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company, Allstate Vehicle and Property Insurance Company, and affiliates Northbrook, Illinois. Gulf Seafood Outlet. Fresh Gulf Shrimp. Gulf Seafood Outlet. Fresh Gulf Oysters. Gulf Seafood Outlet. Your Fresh Seafood Headquarters. Gulf Seafood Outlet. Highway 51 in Ridgeland, just past Lake Harbor Drive. 601-790-9407. Real talk for real Mississippians. The JT Show with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays 10 to 1 on Super Talk Mississippi. Sports Talk Mississippi. Here's more. Super Talk Mississippi. Now, when I was a young boy, at the age of five, my mother child gonna be the greatest man alive. But now I'm a man. All right, so what about mindset for game two? Vanderbilt wins last night. They score seven runs in the bottom of the first inning. They add a run in the seventh. They win it eight to two. 
Mississippi State got the solo home run in the first. They added one run later in the game to make it 7-2. to Vandy got that run back a little bit later. To Borky's point just a few minutes ago, in a lot of ways, Mississippi State kind of gave Vanderbilt much of that first inning with a couple of walks and a couple of hit batters. Now, Vanderbilt certainly took advantage, put a ball in play, got it past the diving third baseman to score a couple of runs after Bradfield scored on the, the hit-by-pitch. And there's no question the home run was hit. I mean, it was hit. And so Vanderbilt gets credit for that. There's, there's no taking that away. They did what they had to do to win the baseball game. But do you take a little bit of confidence away from the fact that other than from a train wreck, disastrous first inning, Vanderbilt scored one run on you the rest of the way? Does that make you yeah, feel better about game two? I don't know if you feel better, but that's that's definitely a positive to take away from it, that your bullpen, that you did not overextend by anybody. You know, Everybody you pitched last night in a, in a pinch could come back today. Um, you should feel pretty good about the fact that they were able to, to, to keep the game where it was at the end of the first inning, for the most part. And then if you had been able to get any kind of offense going, you could have made a game out of it. But, you know, it was more about lighter and the way he pitched and how good he was last night. Uh, and, and, but yeah, I think if you're Mississippi State, yes, you definitely take that as a positive. And it's something you're saying today is like, look, if we can avoid that kind of a train wreck, we can stay in the game. State's bullpen's been really good up in Omaha, except for a couple yeah. pitches here and there. And, and look, has given them a chance in the two poor starts. And, and unfortunately, both of them came from Christian McLeod. He got four outs in his first outing. He got two outs last night. So in two starts, he has gotten a combined six outs. And that's tough. I mean, that's just tough. And yet, what, Mississippi State won the first game, and they won it because of their bullpen, and they gave themselves a chance last night. Now, they couldn't get anything going offensively. Jack Leiter was really good. And then Maldonado was good out of the bullpen. And that's something that Cal Peterson pointed to yesterday. You guys remember him saying that during the postseason, Vanderbilt's bullpen, I shouldn't say during the postseason, during maybe the last month of the regular season and during kind of regional, super regional play, Vanderbilt's bullpen has just been very okay. In Omaha, it's been really, really good. So, yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know what you take away from that. It's all I mean, Vanderbilt on the mound for... was really good. They get a ton of credit for that last night. Oh, yeah, and they, yeah. they will continue to be. It's can Mississippi State do enough scoring? I, I mean... You know, far be it for me to call another under after the debacle that was last night. Thanks for reminding me, friends on Twitter, that the under did not hit last night. <clears throat> um, but it's all about scoring runs for Mississippi State tonight. That's, that was, by the way, Michael Borky's Pearl River Resort pick of the day yesterday. Nailed it. I mean, just absolutely nailed it. Uh, it. It lasted 45 minutes. So, you know, that's pretty good. But it, it's all to- about runs for State tonight. You have to look at it like this if you're state, right? The the you were at, there was going to be some sequence of Rocker, Lighter, and another pitcher. You you knew you weren't going to beat Rocker and Lighter, and your those weren't going to be the two games you 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 won. So you lost the Lighter. 
you are always going to have to beat Rocker or Lighter and the other pitcher. You can still do that. So that's how you have to look at it if you're Mississippi State. Yeah. Have we gotten an official word on starting pitcher tonight for Mississippi State? No. I don't think we've gotten one from Vanderbilt either, although we all assume it's going to be uh, Houston Harding for Mississippi State and Christian Little for uh, for Vanderbilt. Do you like that decision for Mississippi State? Well, I feel like I mean, it's the only well, decision. Well, I was going to say, with the caveat that, yes, your preference would be for Will Bednar to run out there because he is the best pitcher, not named Landon Sims, on the staff. And he's been really, really good in the postseason. He's been really good in two starts in Omaha. You would like for it to be Will Bednar, but you just can't do that to the kid. No. We're not 100% sure you see him tomorrow, but we think probably. You probably see him on some sort of pitch count tomorrow, 70, 80 pitches. At most, there's no, there's no, unless he's just incredibly effective. There's no way he would pitch six or seven innings tomorrow. And then even Harding's coming back on short rest. I mean, I, knowing Lamonis the way that I do, and, and and the care that he takes with his pitchers, he's probably not happy about having to do any of this. But this is the national championship series. And you don't really have a lot of options. Um, so yeah, this is sort of the same way with yesterday. You, it had to be McLeod. You didn't really have another option. People, there's a lot of uh, you know, uh, uh, second guessers. But, I mean, if we had come out on this show yesterday and said they've announced they're starting Jackson Fristro, people would have lost their minds. McLeod was the only option yesterday. Harding is the only option today. And then you'll see what you can do tomorrow with Bednar. I agree people would have lost their minds about Jackson Fristo. What if Mississippi State had announced Cade Smith or Brandon Smith as the starter yesterday? It's probably the same thing. I mean, look at Brandon Smith's last start. It was in the SEC tournament where he got absolutely shelled. And Cade Smith, I mean, that... (laughs) Has not started a, a a weekend game all year. He's, he's started a couple of midweek games. I mean, it would have been the same amount of second guessing. Like, what are you doing? What are you doing? And if it had gone wrong, it would have been the same amount of second guessing. There. Why didn't you start McLeod? You had him. So, McLeod has been your Friday night starter all year long. He was he was always going to start a game in this series. There was no question. If if State had 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 won on Friday and Bednar had pitched last night, McLeod would be starting today. So there just isn't any any discussion about that for me. Yeah. What can Houston Harding reasonably give you tonight? Well, I mean, he's not much. You know, he's not a huge strikeout pitcher. He he just gets out. So there's a chance that if he can be effective, he could get you into the fifth inning, maybe the sixth if if things go really really well. And that would just be a a godsend for Mississippi State to somehow get keep him in the game into the sixth inning because then you would feel like you could probably go one inning of, of Preston Johnson or somebody and bridge it to, to get to Landon Sims in the, in the eighth and ninth, that would be the best-case scenario for Mississippi State, for him to, to be able to get you 15 to 18 outs. We got a message on the ceasefire text line. says, bottom line, when we had to play Saturday and Vanderbilt didn't, the championship was decided. I tend to, I tend to agree with that. Do you? I, I, once, hmm. once they got to pitch lighter with with a full with a full rest, if, if they if they had had to go, even, even if they had had to play on Saturday and Vanderbilt had, you knew Wednesday was going to be Bednar versus Lighter. Great matchup. We all would have looked forward to it. And you would have had to see Rocker and Lighter on short rest, Bednar on short rest, but getting a fully rested Lighter, I mean, it just basically guaranteed them a win. Now they just have to win one more game, and they have Kumar Rocker 
who they get to rest an extra day. I fully believe that that played out the way it was supposed to. Rocker would be pitching tonight on, you know, what would that be? Four days rest. Instead, he'll get five. Yeah. This conversation is why I said I don't like the championship series being almost immediately after pool play. Because we are possibly looking at a scenario where the national championship was played and completed, where a top 10 pick and a first round pick did not get to pitch for their team. And Rocker and, and Will Bednar. Yeah, I do go back to what we said the other day, though. The College World Series is set up to reward a team that goes 3-0. and And if they on three and zero, they wouldn't be having they wouldn't be having these concerns right now. If Mississippi State had beaten Texas on Friday night, then Will Bednar would have pitched last night, and who knows how it would have gone. You know, maybe maybe Bednar gives up three runs, and Jack Leiter and Maldonado still only give up two runs in the ball game, and and it's a three to two game, and Vanderbilt is still up one to nothing in the series. But you, really you would have liked your much. chances with your guy in game. You one. You really can't complain too much when you only score two runs. You, you you know you just can't. I know State won two to one uh, on to start this off against Texas, but by and large, two runs is not enough to win, especially against Vanderbilt. So you're exactly right. We we've, we're talking about McLeod's McLeod so much in State's pitching. We just State's batters after Cam James didn't score but one, didn't only scored one more run in eight innings of baseball. Yeah. That, that's the that's the problem. That's what has to change tonight more than anything else. Trey in Grenada says, after Harding tonight, it's Preston Johnson. Do you agree with that being kind of the order? Depending probably. on how it goes? Just depending on how it goes, but probably, yeah, I would think so. He's Preston Johnson's been State's best reliever, not named Landon Sims thus far this postseason. Let me ask you this. Houston Harding gives you five innings, and it's a one-run game when he comes out after five. You ready to hand the ball to Landon Sims and say, "Go finish it for us, and we'll figure it out tomorrow." Tomorrow? No, I don't. Th- I don't think you can do for four innings. No. Sports Talk Mississippi. Kendall Rogers will join us from Omaha when we come back. This is Sports Talk Mississippi. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, sunny skies with a slight chance of rain, high near 92. Tonight, partly cloudy, low around 72. A 40% chance of rain for your Wednesday, mostly sunny, high near 92. And for your Thursday, a 40% chance of showers and thunderstorms, mostly sunny, high near 92. This weather brought to you by No Drip Roofing and Construction. With rain coming, let us show you what the No Drip difference is all about. No Drip Roofing and Construction, online at NoDripMS.com. If you or someone you know suffers from dizziness or imbalance, Physical of Jackson, spelled F-Y-Z-I-C-A-L, can help improve your balance and decrease your chances of falling. Susan Geiger and her team of specialized therapists are as unique as their name, providing a personalized approach to therapy and cutting-edge equipment. Physical, F-Y-Z-I-C-A-L, spelled different because we are different. Call today for your appointment, 601-487-2260. 
If you're remodeling or building a new home, be sure to tell your contractor to go to Lakeland Fireplaces in Flowood. They have over 25 display units, including heat and glow. By the way, there are 19 live burning fireplaces in the showroom. They are the hearth professionals that install and service. Ask about their custom glass doors, gas logs, fireplace accessories, and premium gas grills. It's all at Lakeland Fireplaces, your heat and glow dealer on Lakeland Drive in Flowood. Join the Metro with Rebecca Turner live on Thursday from 9 to 10 a.m. at the Mississippi Farmer's Market near the fairgrounds. You can shop at the genuine Mississippi store for products grown, raised, crafted, and made right here in our state. I'm Lauren McGraw with Gotta Go. I'm here to help you with anywhere you might need a bathroom. Because when you gotta go, you gotta go. Please call us at 601-879-3969 or look us up, gottagorentals.com. Halito, this summer, July 14th through the 17th, the Mississippi Band of Choctaw Indians invite you to the 71st edition of the Choctaw Indian Fair. Come and experience Choctaw foods, traditional music, dances, and visit the Arts and Crafts Pavilion for exquisite art, Native American jewelry, Choctaw basketry, and so much more. Don't miss popular midway rides, nightly concerts under the stars, and the granddaddy of all field sports, Choctaw Stickball. The Choctaw Indian Fair is back. For more information, visit us online at ChoctawIndianFair.com and like us on Facebook. Hope to see you there. Hachapisalachke. At Fillmore Buick GMC, we strive to make buying your next vehicle easy and take care of you long after you drive off the lot. That means upfront and honest pricing, doing everything we can to make the time you spend in the dealership as short or as long as you need. It means we understand that purchasing a vehicle is more than just a transaction for you. We want you to enjoy the experience as much as we appreciate your business. Find your next Buick GMC or pre-owned vehicle at FillmoreBuickGMC.com. Fillmore Buick GMC. You drive everything we do. I'm Stephen Gagliano, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. This morning, Governor Tate Reeves reiterated that it may take until 2022 to fix the state's initiative process, but when it comes to medical marijuana, he believes that lawmakers are making progress. I think we'll have something that we can have serious discussions about, uh, hopefully relatively soon. A special session remains a possibility, but will not be called unless an agreement is in place. For more from this morning's press conference with the governor, find us online at supertalk.fm. And Ag Commissioner Andy Gibson has issued a warning to farmers, producers, and hunters. Gibson said seed supplies are expected to be tight due to logistic challenges, so plans should be made now to act earlier than usual for the fall planting season. He did offer some good news. The largest, most well-established forage seed company in Mississippi is shipping seed from Oregon as soon as it's ready to ship to meet the needs of livestock producers. This is professional ball player Jake Mangum. I know what it's like to live, eat, breathe, and play in Mississippi. And no other insurance company competes on my level like Mississippi Farm Bureau Insurance. I love my home team at Farm Bureau because they get me and they get what I need. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance. Or find a local agent at msfbins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. Bad internet is bad for business. We've all been there. Lagging video chats. What I said. Slow downloads. Oh, come on. It's just not a good look. Instead, call Seaspire Business. Our local experts deliver gigabit speeds backed by thousands of miles of fiber for the fastest, most reliable internet around. Period. No excuses, no apologies. Just fiber fast internet that works. Seaspire Business. See how our fiber solutions can help power your success at seaspirebusiness.com. 
Gallo here. Just want to remind you about the ninth annual Palmer Home for Children Radiothon on July the 15th. Look, not only tune in, be a part of it right here on Super Talk Mississippi. Sports Talk Mississippi. You ready, guys? On Super Talk Mississippi. Let's go to the Farm Bureau phone line. Check out favorites.com and go with the home team, Mississippi Farm Bureau. Kendall Rogers joins us right now from D1 Baseball, D1Baseball.com. Kendall, you've been in uh, Omaha for a while. It was funny. I, I, I caught an interview that you did with somebody earlier in the week. I don't remember who it was. And you said, look, when you ask me how great Omaha is and the College World Series is, ask me that question during week one, not during week two. It is a long <laughs> event, isn't it? It is a very long event, and you know what? I'm hoping for a three-game series. I want to see more baseball, but I have to admit, uh, Thursday I will be looking forward to getting on a plane and heading home. Do you check out for a little while after the season ends, or does it just really not end for a while? It does not end for a while. I try to tell myself whenever I get home, I'm going to check out for a little bit, but, you know, the coaching carousel is still rocking and rolling, and, you know, we kind of segue into summer baseball, and let's not forget, we got the drum. Uh, you know, a week from this weekend, this coming weekend. So we've got two weeks until the draft. So things will not really calm down for me until probably July 15th, 16th, something like that. So I got, I got a little bit to go, but, you know, nothing as hectic as, as being on the road in Omaha for two weeks. So Yeah, Kendall, I'm, I'm glad you brought up the draft. That's not something that we've talked about. We've talked about it in years past and how bad a look it was to have teams playing in either regionals or super regionals trying to punch their ticket to Omaha, and then you've got guys that are getting their names called and they're being drafted. The fact that that didn't happen this year, that it got pushed back, is this something that is going to be permanent going forward, and how much better has it been that we're not dealing with the draft while the postseason for college is going on? Well, it's awesome because this is the first time I've actually talked about the draft uh, this year. You know, So that's a, that's a positive. That we're not talking about it in the middle of a Super Regional. So, uh, it's worked in that regard. It's kind of interesting is there's actually some coaches out there who think it might be a little too late. And so, like, I'm kind of one of those people, like, I, I get it, like, it is kind of late. But, I mean, honestly, like, we've complained so many years that it's too early that it's kind of hard to just be like, you know what, actually it's too late. So uh, I'm totally fine with where it's at. But uh, I'm, I'm really intrigued to see how things you know, paint out in a couple of weeks, certainly for a lot of, uh, you know, Southern Miss, Ole Miss, and uh, State guys. Yeah. Let's unpack last night's game. Vanderbilt does almost all of its damage in the bottom of the first inning. They certainly were helped out by Mississippi State. That's not to take away from the swing that Jason Gonzalez put on it or the extra runs that they were able to tag on. Yeah. Uh, One of the things they talked about during the broadcast last night, if you take away the first inning, that's an entirely different game, but you don't get to take away the first inning. What do you take away from last night? Well, I'll take away two things. First of all, uh, you know, Christian McLeod struggled mightily. And, you know, if I'm Chris Lamonas, I mean, I don't even know if I bring him back at all in this series, even if he gets in a, in a pickle in the Wednesday's game, uh, potentially tomorrow's game. 
uh, if there is a tomorrow's game. Uh, that that was kind of the thing that stood out to me. But, you know, the other thing for me, if you're looking for kind of a silver lining for State, uh, is the fact that, yeah, you know what, you had a terrible first inning and included two, you know, two walks and two hit by pitches. But you had a terrible first inning. But really after that, I mean, your team played pretty well. You played good defense. Your pitching was at a high level. Uh, you know, obviously offense didn't score a lot of runs, but it's not like you know, State was going up to the plate with bad approaches. It's not like they, it's not like they threw the towel. It's not really good at bat. So, you know, if you're, if you're Mississippi State, you much rather Vanderbilt score those seven runs in the first inning than, let's say, score those seven runs in the eighth inning. So I, I guess my takeaway is, yeah, bad one inning, but other than that, I thought they actually played pretty well, strangely enough. Unless I've missed it somewhere, I still have not seen an official word on starting pitchers tonight. The assumption, uh, I think, by everybody is that Houston Harding is going for Mississippi State and Christian Little is going for Vanderbilt. Uh, is that kind of what you're hearing as well? Yeah, that's what it sounds like. I mean, it has to be Christian Little or uh, Patrick Riley for Vandy, one of those two guys. Riley hasn't thrown a lot in Omaha. You know, Little threw a couple innings, with, was it two, three, four, innings, something like that, uh, in his first start. So, yeah, I mean, it's going to be one of those two guys. I mean, Little certainly uh, got a lot of talent. I mean, he's young, but I'll tell you what, I mean, his fastball will range anywhere from 92, 95. Uh, really, really good slider, but, you know, he's a young guy. His success is kind of predicated upon the ability to get off to a really good start. If he, if he gets up a couple of runs early, I expect Vanderbilt to kind of have a quick hook on him. But, you know, ultimately, I think the key in this game for State is you, you need to build a lead early so that Vanderbilt at that point – you know, I wouldn't say you know I wouldn't say that like we're going to throw in the towel, so to speak. But you know, if you're Vanderbilt and you're looking ahead to Kumar Rocker potentially in the series finale, I mean, like how bad are you going to try to win this game? Let's say you get down three or four runs in the middle innings. I just don't think I don't think they're going to exhaust all options to try to win this game if they're down a few runs late. Do you think that there is any doubt that if we get to a game three, that it will be Kumar Rocker for Vanderbilt and it will be Will Bednar for Mississippi State? I mean, I, I'm not the Fox on Chris Monas, but I, I mean, I would have to bet you're going to have to drag that dude off the out of the dugout to not have him start that, that series finale. So, yeah, I mean, right now, I mean, if we have a game three, I'd be very, very surprised if it's not those two guys. And you know, what better way to end the season with those two guys? I mean, neither, neither of them will probably be able to give you seven, but even if they can give you five, I mean, that's how you want the season in. You want two guys that'll probably be first round picks. Uh, dueling it out on the mound, and that's kind of what I hope. I hope we see. I want to see college baseball uh, with the, with two of the best on the mound, as opposed to college baseball with a seventeen year old freshman and a converted reliever on the mound in the final game. Yeah, I, I was going to ask you. So, with Jack Leiter last night, probably regardless of who he was pitching against, you would say advantage Vanderbilt on the mound. What about tonight? I mean, regardless of it's Riley or, or Little for Vanderbilt versus Houston Harding, is there a clear advantage one way or the other on the mound, or is this an offensive night? I think it's a little bit of an offensive night. I actually give the edge to State. I think Houston Harding has been in some big positions this year. You know, Christian Little pitched a game in Hoover that was a kind of a late-night game that didn't really mean a lot to Vanderbilt. So, I mean, that's not a high-stress situation. Uh, he was just okay here in Omaha on his last outing. So I actually give State the, State the edge. And, again, I think the way they finished the game last night kind of gives them a little bit of momentum, strangely enough, going into this game. And I think they find a way to, to scratch enough hits and to scratch enough runs across to, to force the game three. But the one thing I will say about State is they've got to get out of this, this mind frame. And I, and I get it. It's not how, how, they, how they draw it all up. 
But they've got to get out this this mindset of, hey, we can just play for the big inning. Hey, we can we can score five in the eighth, or we can score three in the eighth to take the lead. I mean, that's just a really really risky approach. Now, certainly, it's not by design, but that's just kind of the way things have kind of unfolded in Omaha. And so, uh, if I'm state, the big key for me, uh, you know, goes without saying that they need to get off a really good start. They need to get the crowd in the game. That was the big key for Vandy last night. It's really. After the first inning, they they kept the crowd totally out of that game, out of outside of a couple of plays the rest of the way. So, uh, State just needs to get off to a really good start. If they can do that, I think they'll uh, you know win by three, four runs tonight. I'm glad you mentioned the crowd. That's where I wanted to go next. Kyle Peterson was talking on the broadcast about look, we've seen big partisan crowds in Omaha. You know, Arkansas playing for the national championship against Oregon State a few years ago. It was just a sea of red. Uh, we see it when LSU's there, but. KP said that he had never seen that lopsided of a crowd in terms of Mississippi State fans. You've been to a bunch of College World Series as well, old ballpark, new ballpark. Have you ever seen anything quite like that? You know, other than Nebraska being in it, not really. But I'll say this. I don't know how many State fans were there in 13 when they played UCLA, but I actually thought there was even more maroon in 13 than there was last night, which is pretty incredible because that place was absolutely packed. But, uh, you know, it's great to see. You know, this is a fan base that, you know, a lot like Ole Miss is starved for a major sport national champion. And you can kind of see it in just the buzz around the stadium. You can see it in the ballpark. And so, uh, you know, it's a fan base just waiting to explode, and we'll see if they have an opportunity to do that here in a few hours. Hey, a little bit of a jump cut here with uh, a minute left. Your take on Jay sure. Johnson to LSU. You know, it's an interesting hire. Um, it's certainly not a geographic fit. But the one thing I'll say about Jay is from his time to, at USD to his time at Arizona, he is an excellent offensive coach, which certainly bodes well with Trey Cruz, uh, or excuse me, Dylan Cruz and uh, Trey Morgan back next year. But, you know, he recruits at a very high level. He's going to recruit that LSU brand very well. Uh, the two things, two negatives for me, uh, the pitching without Nate Yeski, uh, that's a question mark. He's got some big names on his wish list. We'll see if he can land one. Uh, then the defensively, they're going to have to play a lot better defense. But, you know, if you look at Arizona against Ole Miss a couple weeks ago, people are going to go, well, you know, how much defense do you need to play if you're going to score 12 runs in a game? So uh, I think it's a good hire. Uh, I, I would not call it an amazing hire just yet because it's such a strange fit. But Jay's no doubt a very good coach. We'll just see if you know if it pans out going from the west coast to the south. We've seen plenty of instances of it not have, you know not not working out in the past. Andy Lopez of Florida being the most glaring one. Any scenario where one or two of those freshman stars at Arizona decide to uh, take up residence in Baton Rouge? I would keep an eye on Jacob Berry, the All American designated hitter. Right? He's the guy that can most certainly see following. Uh, Jay Johnson at LSU. I, I believe like his mom or his dad actually is all from Louisiana. So keep it on Jacob Berry. All right. We'll see how that uh, that shakes out. Game two coming up tonight, uh, a little over two hours until first pitch, assuming no weather delays. Thanks, Kendall. Thanks, Richard. Be good, bud. That's Kendall Rogers from D1 Baseball, D1Baseball.com. Great follow on Twitter. And there's nobody that covers college baseball the way Kendall and Aaron and Eric Sorensen and all those guys do at D1. He joined us on the Farm Bureau phone line. Check out favorites.com and go with the home team, Mississippi Farm Bureau. We will be right back.
the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving your glass needs in Ridgeland and Brandon. They're locally owned and operated with free mobile service in the Tri-County area. Just call 601-605-4443. Outside of some minor congestion at Liberty Street and Peace Street in Canton, we're looking real good so far this afternoon. No wrecks or breakdowns cause any major problems. Buckle up, drive safe, and have a great afternoon. This update is brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop, proudly serving the Metro since 1946. Call 601-353-5217. I'm Dr. Michael Walker, founding physician at New Care MD. We provide concierge medicine that everyone can afford. We do this by eliminating middlemen and restoring focus on the patient-physician relationship. For a low monthly fee, less than the average cost of a cell phone, you get access to unlimited clinic visits, wholesale medications and labs, and even telehealth. It doesn't take an act of Congress to get affordable health care. Learn more about health care the way it should be at NewCareMD.com. This is Brent Calloway. Since 1954, Calloway's has been family-owned and operated, located in Gludstadt, just south of Germantown High. Calloway's has everything you need to make your yard and garden beautiful, from trees, shrubs, and color plants to bulk soils for delivery and pickup. Calloway's has special pricing on outdoor patio furniture, with all the new 2021 collections in stock and arriving. The farmer's market is open, full of fresh fruits, vegetables, and local honey, and the best tomatoes in town. Callaway's will have farm fresh produce seven days a week. Callaway's offers bulk soils for delivery and pickup. We also offer landscaping. Our designers, Clinton Streeter and Corey Castle, can design and install your landscape from a small job to a total transformation. Just give us a call to discuss your landscaping needs. Visit Callaway's in Gludstadt on Calhoun Station Parkway, south of Germantown High. Callaway's is, Callaway's is, The best made-to-order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at 4th & Goal Sports Cafe. The Philly Cheesesteak Sandwich or Wrap, Melt-in-Your-Mouth Pulled Pork Sandwich, and the best burger in the Metro. Call 769-208-8283. Once again, 769-208-8283. This is JT. If you like me, you like to deal with local people. Majestic Metals was founded in Mississippi in 1954, and they're headquartered in Gluckstadt. For complete metal building systems and steel roofing and siding, call the hometown folks, 1-800-647-8540, or on the web, MajesticMetalsINC.com. When the power goes out, your life is disrupted. Heat, air conditioning, refrigeration, phones, all gone. Be prepared for the next outage with a Generac Home Standby Generator. After sensing a power outage, a Generac Generator automatically restores your home's power, whether you're home or away. Power your life with a Generac Home Standby Generator. In Central Mississippi, contact Generator Technologies at 601-862-3419. That's 601-862-3419 or online at generator-tec.com. Hello, I'm Will Noble from Moorhead, Mississippi. I'm proud to be a catfish farmer. And being selected as Mississippi's Catfish Farmer of the Year means a lot to me. I pride myself in raising healthy fish for you to enjoy. And they were raised right here in America. So please make sure you and your family are receiving the best U.S. farm-raised catfish. This message is brought to you by the Catfish Institute. For more information, visit uscatfish.com. Hey, it's Richard Cross from Sports Talk Mississippi. Join us every day for the college football fix driven by Ford. Ford builds the SUVs and trucks of the future for everyone. Like Explorer and Expedition, these SUVs are built to command the road. And the 2021 Ford F-150, smart, tough, and built to get the job done. Because the vehicles of the future aren't built for a few, they are built for America. Drive one at your local Mississippi Ford dealer today and don't miss the college football fix driven by Ford. 
Find out what's happening in Mississippi politics and what it means to you on the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays 10 to 1 on Super Talk Mississippi. Exciting news. Brace yourself. More Sports Talk Mississippi. Now. Now. With you on Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm. You uh, you want to be part of the conversation? Ceasefire text line is the way to do it. 601-879-4395. I mentioned earlier that there is a sidebar story that is, I guess, a pretty big deal with regard to things that were said to a Vanderbilt parent group at the game last night. I'm not ignoring it, and I'm not trying to push it too far down. It just, we're going to get to it. We're going to talk to Jay Powell at the beginning of the 4 o'clock hour, and then we'll kind of unpack what has been said, what statements have been released, what we believe, what we should believe, what we shouldn't believe, all that goes along with it. Um. When we talked about it kind of as a group this morning, I was pretty passionate uh, about one particular side of this, and I have continued to think about it throughout the course of the day. And uh, we'll, we'll get into that at 20 minutes after 4 this afternoon with you. Um, I tweeted something last night during the game. This is This is so inconsequential. And yet I'm just I was just curious if it was something that anybody else had noticed. And my Twitter mentions make me think that yes, it is something that other people have noticed. I said PSA. Hail State. Hotty toddy. Boomer Sooner. Gigum. War Eagle. Roll Tide. Bear Down. Anchor Down. Fight On. Go Blue. Etc. These are School-specific battle cries, greetings, cheers, chants, slogans. They are not mascots, and they are not nicknames. And you sound silly when you use them as such. When did this become a thing? It drives me up a wall every time it happens. At the end of the first inning, Hale State down 7-1. to one. What? No, that's not accurate. That's not how that works. Uh, Alabama scores a touchdown. Roll tied with the early lead. Yeah. What a play for Hotty Toddy. War Eagle with the interception. Guys. Yeah, they love to do this. What, what? What? It's not a thing. Stop making this a thing. Just like fetch. And it's... <sighs> It's, it's, it's not never going to be a thing. <laughs> you guys both got that quote. That's embarrassing for all of us. I've it's gone. not just Carl Ravitch. No, it's an ESPN thing. I'm telling you, I hear Chris Fowler do it a lot. I hear uh, Reese Davis do it a lot. Peter it, Burns. It, it, does he I do love it a lot? Peter, but, I mean, just 
I, I don't understand. Um, but hey, here we go. <laughs> Peter Burns, a major Hale State repeat offender, big time. Dari does it. I uh, it, it just makes no sense to me. And there were a lot. It's funny. There were a bunch of retweets and responses, and the first handful of them were from newspaper editors and random marketing people. There was a guy in marketing at Clemson. I have no idea who he is. Who's like, yes, this. Uh, our buddy John Pitts, the sports editor at the uh, Daily Journal in Tupelo, immediately right there on the the retweet. I mean, I could just. <laughs> I know John well <laughs> enough to know that John was going. Oh, it drives me crazy. He pointed out something. Speaking of the story, we're going to get to at 420. Something really bad a publication did in that regard as well. Yeah. JP and Gula says, I say again, guys, turn the radio on. Quit expecting the mothership to do better, and you won't be disappointed. Yeah, I hear you, JP, but it's not always convenient to do that. I mean, I know people, it's not just... Carl Ravitch. I mean, I know some people that are like, yeah, I'm a big Hale State fan. Like, you're a fan of the the, the cheer? Yeah. It's not great. It's that's, that's not the appropriate verbiage, oh, you know? You are not. You are a Mississippi State fan. You're a Bulldog fan. You say yeah. Hale State. Or you can say, Hale State, I'm a Bulldog fan. Perfect. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Again, inconsequential in the big scheme of things... You know, people love that. to take their liberties with the English language. I saw that tweet, and I immediately checked your mentions. Just like, did somebody say something about his hotty-tottiness or something? What what happened there? And then somebody maybe is like, oh, no, Carl Ravage just dropped that. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, and I wasn't necessarily subtweeting Carl Ravage. It was more of a, like, I hit the tipping point. It's like, just Stop. I, I I texted another announcer that I know and was like, when did this become a thing? He said, when you're lazy and unprepared and don't know what else to say. By the way, hilarious. Kendall Rogers just tweets that Jacob Berry has entered the transfer portal. I mean, oh. just, he was just on the show. Just break the news, Kendall. Just say it's gonna happen. You don't have to you don't have to tease us like this. It's almost as if he knew something ten minutes yeah. ago. Sports Talk Mississippi. We'll be back. I'm Steve Rappaport. President Biden and First Lady Jill Biden traveling Thursday to Surfside, Florida, where a condo collapsed last week, killing at least 11 people. They want to thank the heroic first responders, search and rescue teams, and everyone who's been working tirelessly around the clock. White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki says the president and First Lady will also meet with families who are enduring the heartbreak and anguish waiting for word about loved ones. Fox's Jared Halpern, an engineer in 2018, warned building officials of major structural problems. House Republicans holding a forum examining the origins of COVID-19. Republicans say they'll have a report next month detailing COVID-19's origins despite obstruction from China's government. Republicans have also knocked Democrats for refusing to hold a full congressional hearing into COVID's origins. Today's event is a Republican-only forum. Fox's Rich Edson. America is listening to Fox News. 
For all your glass needs, call Venable Glass Services. Glass Networks, they're going to try and steer you to use their own glass shop. Well, you could tell your insurance you want to use Venable Glass, and there will be no additional cost to them to get the highest quality glass. Venable Glass is locally owned and operated, and they do windshield replacement and rock repair right there in their shops, or they'll even come to you in the Tri-County area for free. That's right, free mobile service. At Venable Glass, they also do frameless and frame shower doors, mirrors cut to size, and installed. Picture frame glass, table and desktop, insulated glass, plexiglass, commercial storefronts and doors, and heavy equipment glass. Venable Glass, they'll come out and give you a free estimate. They want to work hard for your business. Venable Glass, open Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, and on Saturday, 8 to noon. Hey, there's two locations, too, in Ridgeland at 660 Highway 51 North and Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive South in Crossgates. Check them out on the web at www.venableglass.com. Remember, for all your glass needs, call Venable Glass Services, 601 605 44 43. I'm Stephen Gagliano, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Once the site of riots and mismanagement, the Walnut Grove Correctional Facility will reopen on July 15th. Department of Corrections Commissioner Burl Kane says that's when the staff will move in and the first 40 inmates will come in about a month later. And it was about a $10 million restoration price, but we were able to restore it in-house for about $1.5 million, so we saved about $8.5 million by doing all the work ourselves. Kane says they'll move in slow and there are plans for an addiction unit. And through the new Be the Solution campaign, Attorney General Lynn Fitch is urging everyone to play their part in bringing an end to human trafficking in Mississippi. All these different partners, whether it's our truck drivers, our school bus drivers, we have to look at it in totality and make sure that everybody understands, be mindful. You may be the person that sees something, and if you will call it in, you might save a life. Learn more at supertalk.fm. AARP is working to protect Americans 50-plus by making sure you have the latest information about the COVID-19 vaccines and the distribution plans in Mississippi. Just visit aarp.org slash msvaccine to learn who's eligible for the COVID-19 vaccine in Mississippi, when, where, and how to get it, and what you might want to discuss with your doctor. That's aarp.org slash msvaccine. Paid for by AARP. If you need a contractor to help rebuild your home after a disaster, don't get scammed. Go licensed. Be skeptical about door-to-door offers of repair services. Ask friends and family for recommendations of contractors that they've used. Get at least three bids and never pay in cash. Don't make a bad situation worse. Protect yourself and your family after disaster strikes. Go licensed. For more information, contact the Mississippi State Board of Contractors at msboc.us. I got my COVID-19 shot because I'm ready to get back to normal and get back in the game. Ole Miss and New Orleans Saints legend Deuce McAllister is partnering with his old squad to encourage everyone to get the COVID-19 vaccine as rates in the region lag behind the rest of the country. The COVID vaccine is safe, necessary, and available to you. Take it from this old saint. If we work together, we can beat COVID-19. So join the team and get the vaccine. And back in April, Buddy the dog was found in East Tate County. He had an extension cord around his neck and his face had been set on fire. Since then, Buddy has been in the care of Mississippi State's College of Veterinary Medicine. He is healing, some hair is regrowing around his eyelids and at the edges of the burned area, and his whiskers are growing back too. They hope to release him in late July or early August if healing continues. To see more on Buddy's journey, visit supertalk.fm. Stephen Gagliano, Super for Talk Mississippi News. 
The Great American Cleanup has begun. It's the state's largest effort to prevent litter and beautify communities. Keep Mississippi Beautiful is working to expand our wildflower plantings across our state and to make Mississippi more beautiful. We encourage you to volunteer with us this year. And remember, cover and tarp your load and keep litter in its proper place. Learn more at keepmsbeautiful.com. Is your business or home protected from power outages? Hurricanes cause widespread outages, with some lasting days and even weeks. Don't wait for a hurricane to hit. Prepare today with a standby residential or commercial generator from Taylor Power Systems. Give yourself an advantage over power outages with a Taylor Power standby generator. Give us a call today at 601-922-4444. Capital City metro area. Love to have you join me tomorrow morning, 6 to 9, Gallo Show. We'll start your day the informed way. Super Talk Mississippi 97.3. More Sports Talk Mississippi. Now. Now. Hour, a couple of hours until first pitch in Omaha for Mississippi State and Vanderbilt, or if you prefer, for Hale State and Anchor Down. I kid, I kid, I kid. Let's go back to the Farm Bureau phone line. Check out favorites.com and go with the home team, Mississippi Farm Bureau. Jay Powell joins us right now. He is the analyst on the radio alongside Jim Ellis for Mississippi State Baseball. I said this to you last time. I'll say it again. You guys have done phenomenal work in Omaha. It's uh, it's really been fun to listen to, so uh, keep it up. But got to get a win tonight. Yeah, we got we got to get one tonight. We, uh, I, you know, we got to keep playing. Got to find a way to get to tomorrow. So yeah, we definitely need one tonight. I, I can't help but ask Jay. Last time we talked, you were bored and you were looking for something to do. Did you find a place to fish in and around uh, Omaha? No, actually, Matt White and I were talking about that. You know, there's a lake right here by the stadiums or a river. So I mean, we're like, you know, there's got to be something out there. But yeah, we um, hadn't hadn't done much. A lot of working out, a lot of eating, um, a lot of free time. Well, you'll be in great shape when you uh, when you get home and get ready to head off to the beach for uh, for vacation. All right, right, so let's start with last night. What was your takeaway? Um, really good pitcher from Nashville. Um, you know, I've, I've I've known Jack Leiter's dad for a long time. Played with him, um, so I kind of knew we were getting. And that was going to be a tough matchup, man. I don't care if it's the first game of a championship series or if it's uh, game twenty seven or game ten in a conference. I mean, that's when you have to face Jack Leiter, and um, it, it's just going to be tough. You're going to have to keep him probably to three runs or less to have a chance to win it. Um, you know, Christian has has been a strong, he struggled lately. And, uh, you know, he, we kind of think everybody knew that. And really, honestly, didn't know what to expect. Um, and he just couldn't find it. I mean, it was reminiscent of his other start, uh, I guess, against Virginia. I mean, it just he just couldn't find it. And the bullpen threw great after that. But, unfortunately, you know, at that point, seven runs facing Jack Leiter is going to be really tough. Jay, what happens – I mean, there's no question that Christian McLeod is a talented pitcher. We, we've seen it. We've seen the results on the field. But mentally, it feels like – I don't know if it's mechanically or mentally or, or what's going on – what is that feeling as a pitcher? Because I think anybody that has pitched for an extended period of time has had a stretch where they've gone through that, where they just can't find it. 
So what do you do? Well, I think a little bit of his is mechanical, um, but obviously I think most of it's mental. And, and that's why, you know, these pitching coaches, you know, especially in the major leagues, I mean, most of your pitching coaches in the major leagues, they're dealing with stuff like like that. It's not, Most of the time it's not mechanical. It's just you've got to keep them in the right frame of mind. And when you, you know, he just, with Christian, you know, he just needs something good to happen. You know, and that's what I told Jim. I said, you know, just even if it's three line outs, even if they hit three balls right to the wall, just have put up a zero, and if he can ever kind of get his confidence back going, because it's a confidence thing right now. Um, you start pressing, you start overthrowing, you start missing high, um, you start rushing your mechanics, your arm drags, and it just snowballs and snowballs and turns into a train wreck. Um, and and that's that's the hardest part of pitching, man. You gotta you gotta be able to to kind of fight off those demons, and you gotta be able to make adjustments pitch to pitch. And right now, he's he's having a hard time with that. I think we're all assuming Houston Harding. I've not seen that officially tonight. Is that your assumption as well? Yes, that's that's probably a pretty good assumption. Okay. If indeed it is Houston Harding on the mound, what do you expect to see from him? Well, one thing about Houston, man, he'll compete his tail off, and he normally throws strikes. Um, I think, honestly, the bullpens are in pretty good shape. I think they got about everybody available. I think they did a pretty good job last night of managing that. Um, so if you can get into the fourth with Houston Harding or even into the field. I mean, if you could pitch into the field with a chance, you know, and, and I'm not saying zeros, but it's say if it's through to Vanderbilt or if it's through to Mississippi State where it's a, it's a winnable game, I think you're in good shape uh, because this bullpen's been really good the last, you know, really two to three weeks. So I, if, if they can get that point with them, I think they're fine. Um, they just can't. You can't play catch up with this group because Vanderbilt's pitching. You know, you, you, it's one of the games where you can scratch and score some runs, but you're not going to be able to put up big crooked numbers against this Vanderbilt pitching staff. Yeah, Jay, it's it, it's weird a little bit. Like you want to plan for being there for two more days because that means you got a chance to win it all. Right. But if you don't win tonight, then there is no tomorrow. And so right. with with that, what do you think? The, the point in the game is where you say, hey, Landon Sims, go finish this for me? Well, that's a good question. That's why these guys make money they do. I, I, you know, I think <laughs> you've got to, at some point, obviously, you don't want to leave him setting the bullpen. Um, I think if you get it to uh, striking distance from the seventh inning on, he's the guy. Um, I really do. And, and you just worry about tomorrow when you get there. But, you know, I think it's got to be a point where, you know, if it's, I, I don't know if he's one of those guys you want to run out there. You know, you'll see teams use their closer in the fourth. Um, I just don't know if, if that's the type of guy Landon is. Um, I'm not saying he can't do it, but I would. I, I think most people would feel more comfortable, you know, let's get into at least the six before we can run through him. Because if he goes and throws, you know, you still got some other guys that could finish it. But um, I, I don't know. It's You know, a lot of games are one loss in the fourth and fifth. But I feel like with him, he's looking at probably sixth inning on. But let's just play it out. Let, let's say Mississippi State gets through the seventh inning with a one-run lead, and, and you can hand the ball to Landon Sims and say, go get me the last six outs of the game. Yeah. We know what kind of a competitor he is. If he does that, and, and let's say let's just say it's high leverage, a high-leverage situation, could he then come back and get you three outs to finish it off to try and win a national championship tomorrow night? I, I, don't, I don't think there's any doubt he, he could he would. Um, I think at that point it's, it's you know pretty much other than maybe one or two guys it's all hands on deck, um, and and it's just me saying this. I mean even if you can no, get tomorrow, 
you, you might even have Bednar back for a couple innings. You might even have some, you know what I'm saying? I mean, so there may be some even, you know, we might cycle back into Lil for at least maybe two or three. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I, I think if he can get, even if he goes three um, and he doesn't just throw it, an absurd amount of pitches, he could probably come back and get you an inning. Um, now, is that something you do all the time? Absolutely not. But, you know, they've done a pretty good job of managing his workload. Um, and, and I think that would be something he'd probably be capable of doing. All right. You said with Will Bednar, maybe he could go get you a couple of innings. So you, you, <laughs> I'm throwing your words back at you. You also said this is why these guys get paid big, big money. Right. We, we know what kind of a competitor Will Bednar is. We know what right. he's capable of doing. And I think we know that if you say, hey, do you want the ball? We're playing for a national championship. He says, give it to me. So what then is Chris Lamonis's responsibility for a guy that two weeks from now is going to be a millionaire, assuming he's got a healthy arm? Well, you're exactly right. I mean, that's what, you know, you've got to weigh those options. And I think just looking at a big picture, and I'm just from a let's take all that for for now out of the situation. Guys can come back on three days. That's not unheard of. It's not yeah. unheard of. We can see it all the time in the big leagues. It, is, it, is it good? Absolutely not. Is it something you want to do all the time? No. But they can come back on three days rest. Um, if it was me in his spot, I would probably, one, you know the kid's going to say, I'm good, I'm ready to go. Um, I think you, you, you go by, if, as long, you know, you kind of watch him throw. And if he's effective, he's not laboring, then, you know, you can probably get 50 pitches, 60 pitches out of him. Um, I don't see that as being one of those deals that's not being fair to the kid. Does that, does that make sense? Yeah, um, no, if, absolutely. If, if that was two days, whole different story but three days is normally you know in a, in a most big league guys are on five days pitching four days of rest you pitch so that third that second or third day is normally your bullpen day anyway so if you've got that would be your fourth day so it'd be three four days of rest so from a physical standpoint i think he'd be fine to do it now he may say man you know that last start taxed me i'm sore um, and, and that might change that. But from a standpoint of physically of what my experience is, I think three days would be enough for him to at least give you maybe a couple innings. It's just, I mean, I, I can't help but think about a guy like Nolan Ryan or, or the way Major League Baseball used to be with guys, you know, when you were talking about a four-man rota- rotation and they were throwing every five days and giving you 250 innings over the course of a season, it's just different now. Ain't no doubt, man. And I'll tell you what else is different. I I saw Danny Graves the other day in the lobby, and I was talking about this. Used to, we were were trained and geared to throw multiple days in a row, meaning, you know, I would throw sometimes three days in a row, and after that third day, you for sure would have a couple days off. But throwing two out of three days was like, yeah, heck yeah, I'm good. Um, That's changed, though, where it got, and it's not just state, it's all across baseball. Yeah. Guys don't really train their pitchers anymore to throw these back-to-back days. Um, very rarely, really, do you see those guys a lot going back-to-back. So the whole game's changed as far as that goes. It's an interesting thing. There's part of me that wonders if you went back to training the right way, if you'd be able to do it more and do it better, or if we have just gotten altogether past that. But I don't know that we can solve that issue today, Jay. 
No, probably not. You know, I saw Trevor Bauer talking about spin rate and all that, and, and a lot of that's interesting. But man, it comes back to if you can locate your fastball and if you can change speeds in the strike zone with a secondary pitch, you can get guys out. I don't care what league, what level, and sometimes we make it too complicated. Yep. We will be listening tonight, Jay. We'll see if Mississippi State can extend the season one more day to try and play for a national title. Thanks so much for your time. Absolutely, Rich. Appreciate it. That's Jay Powell on the Farm Bureau phone line. This is Sports Talk Mississippi. From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations served you glass needs. Find them in Ridgeland on 51 North and in Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive. Crossgates, just call 601-605-4443. Outside of some minor congestion, Highway 43 and 481. We're looking pretty good so far this afternoon. No wrecks or breakouts, nothing out of the ordinary. Buckle up, drive safe, and have a great evening. This update is brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop. The best from us to you. Call Smith Brothers 601-353-5217. Proudly serving the Metro since 1946. This year, we have all worked together to get through one of the toughest times in American history. At Car Care Clinic, we extend our thanks to all the essential workers who helped keep the world turning. Now we can see the light at the end of the tunnel as life is beginning to return to normal. Car Care Clinic continues our commitment to great service you can depend on for brakes, alignments, tune-ups, check engine light diagnostics, tires, and we encourage guests to remain in their vehicles during our 28-point full-service oil changes. Locally owned and operated, Car Care Clinic has been a business you can trust for great service and great results for over 40 years. And we offer a 10% discount for women every Wednesday and military seniors and all first responders every Thursday. Visit any of our convenient locations or for savings, go to ccjl.com. Car Care Clinic. We want to change your oil, not your schedule. Nobody cares like the Car Care Clinic for your Are the trees and shrubs running your yard instead of you? Let the tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros take out your problem limb by limb. Baroni's Tree Pros is your complete tree, shrub, and stump removal service. No job is too big for the tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros. And with our superior cleanup, you can't go wrong. Baroni's Tree Pros, 601-345-8090. 601-345-8090. That's 601-345-8090. Or online at baroniestreepros.com. That's baroniestreepros.com. In America, the future belongs to everyone. So we built the SUVs and trucks of the future for everyone. Like Explorer and Expedition, SUVs built to command the road. And the 2021 F-150, smart, tough, and built to get the job done. Because the vehicles of the future aren't built for a few. They're built for America. Drive one at your Mid-South Ford dealer today. Hey, this is Jimmy Primos at The Range in Gluckstadt. Right now, we're offering great specials on memberships to our state-of-the-art indoor shooting range. Join now and get your first month free. While you're here, check out our full-service gunsmithing department. We offer everything from professional gun cleaning, Cerakoting, camo application, accurizing, to custom rifle builds. We hope to see you soon. You might even get to meet my wife, Jane. That'll be a real trip. Here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. It's time to get real, real sports talk for Mississippi. 
It's time for you to get real with it. Sports Talk Mississippi continues on Super Talk Mississippi. Sports Talk Mississippi streaming at supertalk.fm with you. Thanks for being with us. So, the story that's not necessarily fun to talk about that has emerged late last night into this morning and has elicited statements from both athletics directors, Candace Story Lee at Vanderbilt and John Cohen at Mississippi State, comes from something that was allegedly said in the stands last night. Clinton Yates, who is a writer at the Undefeated for ESPN, um, had a series of tweets that said there was a Mississippi State fan or a group of Mississippi State fans that was engaged in racial slurs directed toward a group of Vanderbilt parents. As I read the tweets from Clinton Yates, it became pretty clear that this is not something that he heard himself or saw himself, but was told through, like, the telephone game. And frankly, my initial reaction was, I don't believe this. Now... I feel like there are a couple of caveats I need to put on this before we start down this road. Number one, if indeed this happened, if it is true, it's despicable and it's disgusting and it's an embarrassment that Mississippi State as a university and as an athletics program did nothing to bring on itself and yet is a black eye. Just is. And look, that's coming from somebody who grew up in Oxford, went to school at Ole Miss, and has dealt with a university as a whole and an athletics department in particular working feverishly to distance itself from the shackles of racism and the allegations of racism. And it's a black guy that you just wear, and there's nothing you can do about it. And it's of no fault of your own, at least over the course of the last three decades. So that's where I'm coming from on this. If it is true, it is disgusting and it's despicable. And if I'm John Cohen, I'm doing everything in my power to figure out who that was, and I am disassociating them permanently from Mississippi State Athletics. I think it's that big a deal. However... I need a little bit more than the telephone game before I'm taking those steps. Did it really happen? Here's my concern. There were 24,000 people in the ballpark last night. 
Every time we open Twitter and there has been a sporting event, we've got videos that come from cell phones of things that happened in the stands. Islanders fans fighting with Rangers fans. Jets fans fighting with Bills fans. Baseball fans. Astros fans fighting with Yankees or Dodgers or whomever fans. We are never short of altercations and incidents happening in the stands, and we've always got a video. Except for the one time that we don't have a video. It's really hard for me to wrap my mind around the idea. I've used that phrase before, by the way, and it was not received well. Hard for me to wrap my mind around the idea. If you don't get that joke, we can revisit that one another day. Just call Hugh Freeze, get him to tell you about it. It's hard for me to wrap my mind around the idea that there was a Mississippi State fan, or there were multiple Mississippi State fans who were surrounded by 20,000 other Mississippi State fans who turned and yelled racial epithets, slurs, in the direction of Vanderbilt baseball parents, some of whom were African American or people of color, and nobody around them took care of it. It's hard for me to imagine that's the case. And if you're yelling at the Vanderbilt's players' parents, you yelled that at that Tracy Rocker. You're you're a braver man than me. Well, yeah, that. be that as it may. I mean, so but, but never but never mind the Vanderbilt parents. I'm talking about the Mississippi State people that were around yeah. whoever this was. We you gotta tell me that somebody's not self policing that. We have video from 1996, from the 96 Egg Bowl with the Brad Lott, Eric Dodson incident in 1996. And in 2021, we have no video of this with everybody holding a video recording device in their hand, just sitting there. And and so I approach this with a great deal of skepticism. However, There's a statement from Vanderbilt's athletic director, Candace Story Lee. This was her statement. I'm deeply troubled that some of our student-athletes' parents were subjected to racist slurs during last night's game. This is absolutely unacceptable and disgraceful behavior, and such hateful language has no place anywhere in our society. To the family members who were impacted, please know that you have my full support, and you absolutely have the wholehearted support of not only Vanderbilt athletics, but all of Commodore Nation. That's fine. John Cohen also made a statement today via Twitter. It's interesting the way it was phrased. Here's John Cohen's statement. We join Vanderbilt in declaring such behavior unacceptable and in direct conflict with the values of both institutions and our fan bases. College World Series serves as a celebration of the entire sport of college baseball. Highly inappropriate events must neither be tolerated nor allowed to detract from the -the on-the-field accomplishments of the student-athletes and their teams who have earned the right to participate on this national stage. That's a statement that, to me, says John Cohen thinks something happened, but he's not entirely sure, but he feels like he can't get away with not saying something. It it is a significant amount of word salad that doesn't say 
doesn't acknowledge a specific incident or anything, but I, I was with you. I mean, especially when the person that was breaking the story didn't see it for themselves, and they even used, well, Vanderbilt parents have been dealing with this all season. Now, if that's the case, why why do we not know about it? That's what is mind-blowing to me. If, if that's the case, if they every road stadium they go to, they get slurs yelled at them? You would have heard about it. There'd be some video from we, somebody. We would know. There'd be a statement from the police that, that escorted these people out. There'd be something. But uh, on top of that... So, so Clinton Yates, the reporter, says that he did get more information and said that authorities made the option available for the parents who had these things yelled at them, whatever these things were, allegedly, to seek further action, and they declined to do so. He also says, and this he was on Feinbaum about an hour ago, evidently, says that everything that he heard, everything he's saying is hearsay. He didn't witness it personally. Uh, he said that no fans were removed from the stadium, but they were, quote, moved around. Says, quote, this isn't the specific time for me to give you specifics as to what happened, but it happened. There is no reason to believe that it didn't happen based on the environment that I saw. So he says he saw some state fans talking smack to Vanderbilt fans, but nothing was nothing racial was being said. And from that, he is in, in, inferring that it that it can continue to escalate into racial slurs. See that those kind of things. Uh, oh man. But he, he, he says straight up that he did not see any of Yeah, which is which was the case last night. I mean, it was which is, when you read his initial it's sort statement. Of interesting to me that the Vanderbilt, the uh, athletic director there, either she spoke to the parents and they corroborated their story, or she's going off of, of this you know secondhand information, which is you hope is not the case. And, and stadium security again, maybe all of this happened. I, I cannot fathom a scenario in which stadium security were told these people were yelling a racial word at those people and they were not immediately taken out of the stadium. I mean, guys, when we talked about this morning, about it this morning, I, I said to you in no uncertain terms, I don't believe this. You know what? Just like Clinton Yates, I wasn't there. So it's not fair for me to say, I don't believe this happened. But using his logic, I can say, oh, there's no reason for me to believe that happened. In the same way that he says, there's no reason for me not to believe that it happened. The problem is, you got jerks everywhere. (sighs) We'll be back. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today's sunny skies with a slight chance of rain, high near 92. Tonight, partly cloudy, low around 72. A 40% chance of rain for your Wednesday, mostly sunny, high near 92. And for your Thursday, a 40% chance of showers and thunderstorms, mostly sunny, high near 92. This weather brought to you by No Drip Roofing and Construction. With rain coming, let us show you what the No Drip difference is all about. No Drip Roofing and Construction, online at NoDripMS.com. 
Employers, are you looking for new employees, spending hours searching recruitment sites? For over 50 years, service specialists have been connecting hard-to-find qualified candidates for employers. Has COVID-19 changed your staffing needs? We have candidates for all of your clerical, administrative, manufacturing, and industrial needs. Call us at 601-898-1085. Service specialists, the expert recruiters, helping employers and job candidates connect since 1967. Now with offices in Ridgeland, Canton, and Oxford. Are you having sewer and drain problems? Call the experts, Roto-Rooter. Since 1934, Roto-Rooter Plumbing has been fixing small home disasters. Mention this ad for $25 off any service. Call Roto-Rooter, 601-353-3333. That's 601-353-3333. Call Roto-Rooter, that's the name. And away go troubles down the drain. Roto-Rooter. Here's the story about one of my favorite customers. Tell me, John. Well, I greeted him, of course, as he came in Junikers and said he was looking for something very special for his wife. Mm -hmm. So I shared with him some of our latest collections, and he selected a gorgeous diamond bracelet. It was an exquisite choice. I knew his wife would love. So, of course, I had to ask, what's the occasion? Is this her anniversary? Her birthday? (laughs) He just smiled and said, it's Thursday. (laughs) So just because? Just because. A good man. Wise man. You see, when it comes to expressing your love, he knew the right time is now. At Juniker Jewelry Company, love is what we do. We're Mississippi's direct diamond importer. With 10 times the diamonds, engagement rings, and fine designer jewelry, you'll see in average jewelry stores. All at the guaranteed best prices in the state. And where every day is Thursday. Juniker Jewelry Company, Mississippi's direct diamond importer, 1485 Highland Colony Parkway, just south of 463 in Madison, and junikerjewelry.com. What are the kids singing about? You know that game, Whack-A-Mole? Yeah. Well, the kids think the car tires are like the mallet, and those awful potholes are... Oh, I get it. That's kind of cute. Really, Mom? Tell that to my wheels and tires. Ugh. Here in central Mississippi, our roads are loaded with potholes. That's bad news for your wheels and tires. Stop by the Tire Depot for fast service or new tires. Tire Depot at the Reservoir in Brandon and Terry Road in Byram. I'm Stephen Gagliano, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Once the site of riots and mismanagement, the Walnut Grove Correctional Facility will reopen on July 15th. Department of Corrections Commissioner Burl Kane says that's when the staff will move in and the first 40 inmates will come in about a month later. And it was about a $10 million restoration price, but we were able to restore it in-house for about $1.5 million, so we saved about $8.5 million by doing all the work ourselves. Kane says they'll move in slow and there are plans for an addiction unit. And through the new Be the Solution campaign, Attorney General Lynn Fitch is urging everyone to play their part in bringing an end to human trafficking in Mississippi. All these different partners, whether it's our truck drivers, our school bus drivers, we have to look at it in totality and make sure that everybody understands, be mindful. You may be the person that sees something, and if you will call it in, you might save a life. Learn more at supertalk.fm. No other news team covers the Magnolia State like Super Talk Mississippi News. On air with reports every hour and breaking news as it happens. Your news all the time on air and online at supertalk.fm. I'm Attorney General Lynn Fitch. My office is leading a statewide initiative to provide you with the tools to recognize human trafficking. Go to AttorneyGeneralLynnFitch.com to learn more. Together, we can be the solution. 
AARP is working to protect Americans 50 plus by making sure you have the latest information about the COVID-19 vaccines and the distribution plans in Mississippi. Just visit aarp.org slash msvaccine to learn who's eligible for the COVID-19 vaccine in Mississippi, when, where, and how to get it, and what you might want to discuss with your doctor. That's aarp.org slash msvaccine. Paid for by AARP. Whether you're a rebel, a bulldog, a golden eagle, or just a sports fan, Super Talk Mississippi has got a podcast for you. For you. Sports Talk Mississippi, the Rebel Report, Thunder and Lightning, the Super Talk Eagle Hour are all now available for you. And it's all free. Free. Get them all on demand at supertalk.fm and on your smartphone. Just search for Super Talk on iTunes, Google Play, or anywhere you listen to podcasts. Your number one for sports talk. Anyone? 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 Come on, don't be shy. Sports talk, Mississippi. Bingo, man, bingo. Super talk, Mississippi. with you on Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm. You want to be part of the conversation, you may do just that. Ceasefire text line 601-879-4395, uh, Some of your thoughts to the story that we were just talking about with regard to the slurs that were allegedly yelled at Vanderbilt's parents last night. We've gotten statements from both ADs, Candace Story Lee at Vanderbilt and John Cohen at Mississippi State. Both denouncing the behavior. Uh, hey guys, racism continues to exist. We've come a long way in this state. However, we have people that continue to play the race card on both sides. Enjoying the show, continue the great work. Yeah, I mean, I think you're absolutely right about that. It does. Hey, to your point, I don't know if you, if you said it here yet, but what you said on the phone this morning. If you or I and everybody I know were there... When this happened, those guys would not have gotten away with it if if they, in fact, did it. There is no way I could be sitting near somebody who yells something like that at somebody else and let them just walk away without doing something about it. There is absolutely no way. Me or any anybody I know, any of my friends, anybody that would be sitting with me at a game would never let somebody yell something like that and get away with it. Never. And, may, you know, maybe it's just us. And I, But those, all of these things combined, it just makes it so... You, I, I just, you need more than just believe me because I swear it happened even though I didn't hear it. You need more than that. JoJo and Bentonia says, whatever happened to sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. Yeah, it was yeah, never the, true. Uh, those no, words are different, man. Yeah, but that... Is never true, period. I mean, you're going to say kids saying things to other kids can't hurt them? Yeah, happens all the time. Um, let me get this straight. If your wives said, if your wife said that she got harassed while you were gone with no videotape, 
why would you believe her and not the Vandy parents? What? My wife said she got harassed in front of 24,000 people and there was no video. Yeah, I would say, honey, you, you, you may have overthought this. That makes me a bad uh, husband, so be it, but somebody's getting video. Or stopping uh, it or, or, or something. I, that's a bad comparison. I don't know if we should entertain it anymore, even. Somebody says if this rally happened, it's reprehensible, and our current political climate making an accusation is good enough. Proof is not needed. Somebody said words can not only hurt, they can destroy. You're right. They can destroy people. They can destroy careers. They can destroy relationships. And then the way it's covered... Words uh, matter. Friend of the program, John Pitts, pointed out there was a publication that used and identified two Mississippi State fans in the article about it that were completely unrelated to the incident. They just used a stock photo of two Mississippi State fans yelling. And they are front and center on the article about alleged racial slurs yelled by Mississippi State fans. These two adult men have their faces plastered on this article, and they weren't involved at all. I mean, that is something that I would think would be suable. If I had an attorney friend, I would be working up the documents right now. Yeah. Um, this was John's tweet. It was from, it was from the Sun-Herald. Here's how not to do a thing. This is an AP photo of two Mississippi State fans cheering in Monday's first inning. The men are identified in the photo caption and have absolutely nothing to do with the allegations of racial slurs aimed at the parents of Vandy players. Wait, so it was a local post? That, that's terrible. It's, yeah, it's, it's wholly irresponsible. And underneath... The picture of those two, well, above it, there's a quote that says, this is absolutely unacceptable and disgraceful behavior and such hateful language has no place anywhere in our society. And underneath it, it says, Vanderbilt players' parents faced racial slurs during CWS game versus Mississippi State. And those two guys' faces are right there, and they are not involved at all. What's that right behind that guy? What's that person doing? They appear to be recording something. So if it's these two guys, you know, we should be able to see it pretty soon, right? Yes, but it's not. I know. Yeah. Yeah. This is just unfortunate all the way around, okay? If it is true, it is reprehensible. And this is where I started with this. If it's true and it's a story that can be corroborated, and you are sure that it's true, and, and you're in John Cohen's shoes, the university disassociates from those fans. Pretty straight, cut and dry. But if it's not, then this is also a disgusting and reprehensible story. It's it's disgusting regardless. If it's true, it's awful and it's embarrassing. And if it's not true, it is awful and it is embarrassing. Because you know what happens and what's already happening, and I've seen it everywhere. Well, that's that's Mississippi for you, typical Mississippi, from people who have apparently not been alive for the last two years. But that's the next thing that comes from stuff like this. Surely somebody 
in that building tonight is going to go down to the Vanderbilt parents section and try to get a quote, right? Surely that's going to happen. Somebody from ESPN, somebody from D1, somebody from somewhere, somebody covers Mississippi State is going to go down there, hopefully, and try to get a quote. Yeah. And I don't know where the story goes from here. Maybe it ends. But you know what? I've said this before, and I'll say it again. I'm proud of who we are and what have we have become in the state of Mississippi, and that's collective. That's not an Ole Miss thing or a Mississippi State thing or a Southern Miss thing or a Delta State thing. That's a Mississippi thing. I am proud of who we are and what we stand for. And I will say exactly what I have said in the past. Do we have issues? Yes. Have we had issues? More than we can count. As it pertains to racism and violence and ugliness. But in terms of where we are right now, I will put our ability to get along with each other, to work side-by-side, to worship side-by-side, to eat side-by-side, to be together at ball games side-by-side against anyone, anywhere. Because when it comes down to it, we're Mississippians. And the other thing that I've said in the past, and I'll say again, is if you think racism doesn't exist everywhere, you have your head buried in the sand. It exists in spades in New York. City and state. It exists in New Jersey. It exists in Ohio. It exists in California and Nevada. It exists in Mississippi and Arkansas and Louisiana and Alabama and Tennessee and Georgia and Florida and everywhere else in between. It exists at public schools. It exists at private schools. It exists at Christian schools. It's everywhere. But we are not the poster children that so much of the national media wants to make us for, oh, 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 backwards Mississippi, what a bunch of racists. It's just not who we are. If you live here, you know that. If you're a fan of Mississippi State, you know that. If you're a fan of Ole Miss, you know that. Or Southern Miss, or Delta State, or Jackson State, or Alcorn State, or Mississippi Valley. Not trying to leave anybody out. You remember that moment last summer when representatives from every school in the state of Mississippi came together in support of our new flag? It's a moment of unity. That's who we are. That's who we've become. And whether this story is true or not, don't let that distract you from the good that's going in our home state of Mississippi. We don't owe anyone an apology for who we are. And I'll stand by that. And I guess in summary, I I, I think what I said a second ago is kind of where I fall on this. If this actually happened, it is disgusting and reprehensible. And if it didn't happen, it's disgusting and it's reprehensible. Thanks for being with us. we got more coming up with you. 
Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm. Richard Cross, Michael Borky, Brian Haydad, this is Sports Talk Mississippi. the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving the glass needs. They're in Richland and Brandon. Just call them at 601-605-4443. Well, we do have an accident causing some blockage on 20 westbound uh, just before State Street. The left lane is blocked westbound, uh, so expect delays elsewhere. Things looking fairly decent. Please buckle up, drive safe, and have a great evening. This update is brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop, proudly serving the Metro since 1946. Call Smith Brothers 601-353-5217. Ridgeland Medical Clinic is a proud sponsor of the Gallo Radio Show. Conveniently located in Ridgeland off Highway 51 North in the Oak Place Shopping Center. Call them to see Jody Adams today. Summer's here. Are you ready for a vacation? How about a vacation from your car payment? June is vacation time at Ridgeland Mitsubishi. That's right. We're offering no payments for the entire summer. When you purchase a new Mitsubishi, come in now. Pay only $1.99 per month on new 2021 Mitsubishi Mirage G4s. We have the all-new 2022 Mitsubishi Eclipse Cross and the all-new 2022 Mitsubishi Outlander in stock right now. And make no payments for the entire summer. Plus, you can buy with confidence with a 20-year, 250,000-mile powertrain warranty from Ridgeland Mitsubishi. Back credit, no credit, it doesn't matter. Our credit specialists work hard to get you approved, no matter your past credit history. 100% credit approval is our number one goal. Bring us your trade. We'll give you a top dollar for it. So if you're ready for a vacation, then get to Ridgeland Mitsubishi for new payments for the entire summer. Ridgeland Mitsubishi, where nobody walks away because everybody saves. 1860 East County Line Road. Call 896-9600 today or visit RidgelandMitsubishi.com. Remember, you're approved at Ridgeland Mitsubishi. Mitsubishi G4, stock number 1795. 1999 down, 31% for 84 months. You deal for no drip roofing in construction. The name says it all. Whatever Mother Nature can dish out, no drip roofing in construction can take care of it. With no deposits up front required. 601-371-1051. 601-371-1051. Coleman Taylor Transmission. Here's Flint from Coleman Taylor Transmission about what to do if you're having issues with your transmission. We do free diagnosis, first of all, so we just need to get the vehicle to our shop. If you have a way to do that, bring it in. If you do not, have free towing on major repairs. Tell you basically the things you want to know is how, how much is it going to be and how long is it going to take. Usually try to get them checked the same day. Coleman Taylor Transmission is about you, the customer. I don't sleep at night if I feel like I've mistreated somebody or, or overcharged somebody or done something like that. 601-355-8526. Attention. If you deal with anything from minor to extremely hazardous environmental spills, you've got to check out the full line of absorbents at ESI Supply. They've got white and gray absorbent pads by the bundle or by the roll, sock knit broom products, oil gator, oil dry, spill kits, and more. Just because you haven't had a spill doesn't mean you won't. Give the guys at ESI a call to find out more about how you can be prepared and protect your business's liability. 601-933-4910. That's 601-933-4910. Or visit ESISupply.net. This is Jake Mangum. Some call me the mayor. No player wins any game by themselves. It takes a team. So if you want excellent customer service and competitive insurance rates, you need to go with the home team, Mississippi Farm Bureau, just like I did. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance. 
or find a local agent at msfbins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. Bad internet is bad for business. We've all been there. Lagging video chats. What I said. Slow downloads. Oh, come on. It's just not a good look. Instead, call Ceasefire Business. Our local experts deliver gigabit speeds backed by thousands of miles of fiber for the fastest, most reliable internet around. Period. No excuses, no apologies. Just fiber fast internet that works. Ceasefire Business. See how our fiber solutions can help power your success at ceasefirebusiness.com. Arm yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM, Super Talk Mississippi. It's for crazy people. If it's sports in Mississippi, you'll hear about it here. Sports Talk Mississippi on Super Talk Mississippi. Sports Talk Mississippi with you, streaming at supertalk.fm. Going to be part of the conversation, ceasefire text line 601-879-4395. There's a tweet from Kendall Rogers that um, caused me to click on the link to look at the transfer portal. He said, speaking of not so great, Arizona baseball has had 12 players enter the transfer portal in the last 24 hours, and I'm fairly certain the departures aren't over with in Tucson. Now, I wanted to see who the 12 were. And so I went to the transfer portal. It's got about 2,000 names in it in their tracker at D1 Baseball, and they've only got two, so it hasn't really updated. I'm not sure how you tease that, but then you don't have the updated names for Arizona, but uh, uh, such is life. Guys, this is its insane. That's a lot of guys looking for a new landing spot. It's well over 1,000, I believe. Like in the 15th. I think it's over 1,600. Yeah, yeah. So we get a question on the ceasefire text line. Has State or Ole Miss gotten any transfers yet? Uh, John Gaddis has transferred from Texas A&M Corpus Christi to Ole Miss. He is a graduate transfer that's a left-hander. It's the only one that I'm aware of right now. I'll tell you who's transferring out, though. What do you got, hey, Deb? Well, say for state, I mean, it's just sort of difficult right this second. They can't. Yeah, they're they still can't even host recruits. You know, yeah, they're still playing. So, so in terms of guys leaving for Ole Miss, Ben Gilbert, Luke Baker, Hudson Sapp, Jack Payne, Trey Lafleur, Cade Sammons. The three out of that group that played Cade Sammons primarily as a pinch runner and a defensive replacement, Trey Lafleur, who flashed early, battled some injury and illness along the way and couldn't quite get it going, and Luke Baker, who struggled on the mound. For State, I know that a couple of relievers, Jackson Forrester and Davis Rocos, have transferred out. I think Forrester and... I have a list for you. Oh, there you go, then. For Mississippi State, it is Peyton Puckett transferring to Northwest, Jack Egan, Jared Schimper going to Lipscomb, 
Landon Jordan going to South Alabama, Stephen Lewis, Austin Reed, Devin Sweeney, Davis Rokos going to Georgia, Jackson Forrester going to Lipscomb. Okay. So not not a lot of I, there's not one guy in there that I would say was a contributor beyond Landon Jordan, who you might remember uh, sort of left the team early in the season, uh, and probably would have played a lot this year had he had he not done that. So hmm. uh, we'll see what happens with him. What position? He was at third base, you know, and, and when they decided to move Cam James to third base and Lane Forsythe to short, you know, he he just was put off by that, so he decided to leave the team. And, uh, you know, considering how much Cam James struggled at third defensively, it, it seems pretty uh, evident that had he stayed, he might have played and they could have had Cam James as a DH or something, the way it all shook out. Yeah. Which, for the record, Cam James has looked good at third base. In Omaha. Defen- defensively, this team has been really good up there. I don't know what's been in the water for them, but yeah, he, he's, he's played well. So, so is Lane Forsythe. Mike in Oxford says 1,926 on Friday in the transfer portal. That's just, at least though, with baseball, it's not like football in that most of these guys are going to find, it may not be a smaller school, but you're going to find homes for a lot of these guys. Whereas in yeah. football, if you lose 10 guys, you can't just go get 10 more guys. Yeah, Tennessee lost an entire recruiting class. 25 Tennessee volunteers in the portal. In football. In football. They lost an entire recruiting class's worth of transfers. And then, of course, you know, had a couple of arrests and removals from the team and stuff after that. Well, speaking of Bradley and Marietta says State could use some starting pitching if there's any of that in the transfer portal. Chris Lamona says eligibility left. It's fine. Yeah. Speaking of uh, of players that are on campus, State's lineup is out. It's the same as it's been throughout this World Series, and it is Houston Harding on the mound for the Bulldogs. No surprise there. No. Uh, and that certainly uh, makes sense, right? I mean, no panic, no nervousness. I mean, it's 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 also your only option, too. I mean, what else are you going to do? you going to start landing Sims? No. So... It's 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 the best option, but, but it's really the only option too. Yeah, and I guess I meant lineup overall. I mean, I guess if you wanted to go yeah. Tanner Leggett at short, you could. If you really you wanted could. to go um, Braylon Skinner and left, you could. But yeah. I don't think you're taking Brad Cumbus bat out of the lineup. No, you're, you're not. So yeah, this is the, this is going to be the lineup card today. And if you're a Mississippi State fan, hopefully tomorrow. That's what it has come down to. to. We don't know if there will be a tomorrow or not. We will know more starting in about an hour and ten minutes. Five o'clock hour is on the way. That means the college football fix is coming up next. This is Sports Talk Mississippi. Super Talk Mississippi. Powered by your street professionals at Baroni Street Mississippi. 601-345-8090. 
Fox News. I'm Steve Rappaport. President Biden takes a bipartisan infrastructure proposal on the road, telling voters in Wisconsin. This deal is going to more than double the funding directed to state and local programs that improve the safety of people and vehicles, including highway safety, truck safety. The rebuilding of roads and bridges, electric vehicle charging stations and broadband access, a deal that Republicans and Democrats have yet to come to a full agreement on. Fox's Jeff Manasso. The World Health Organization advising fully vaccinated people to keep wearing masks to curb the spread of the COVID-19 Delta variant. That is a mutation first identified in India where they saw the cases explode. The difference with this one is that it just spreads more effectively than the other strains of COVID-19. The case numbers are small thus far, but Delta cases are increasing, particularly in the South and the Midwest. Fox's Mike Tobin. America is listening to Fox News. This Fox News update has been brought to you by Tico's Steakhouse. Come dine with us. The steaks seared to perfection. Live main lobster and seafood. Make it Tico's tonight. Tico's Steakhouse. Call 601-956-1030. This is Jack Hoffman. For nearly 31 years, Tico's Steakhouse has been a staple for fine dining in Jackson, Mississippi. Dad has long since desired for me to come work alongside him. And now that I'm here, I would like to invite you to come experience our family tradition of our hospitality, sizzling steaks, and healthy port beverages. Our dining rooms are open and we are taking reservations. Our private rooms are also available along with takeout. Call today or stop in to experience Tico's in the second generation. Tico's Steakhouse, East County Lime Road in Ridgeland, 601-956-1030. Smith Marine has killer boat deals on sale now, featuring Crest Pontoons and Suzuki Motors, offering thousands of new boats right now along with Suzuki Specials. This is the best time to buy your new or used boat. You'll never find a better deal. Smith Marine, 149 Harbor Drive, Main Harbor Marina in Ridgeland. I'm Stephen Gagliano, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. The U.S. Supreme Court recently agreed to review Mississippi's 15-week abortion ban passed by the legislature in 2018. Monday, Attorney General Lynn Fitch gave an update on the timeline of the case. Our petition is due next month. We will then have the other side will have to file their petition in September, probably be a rebuttal in a couple of weeks, and hopefully that the Supreme Court will hear us in person in November. The law was blocked following a lawsuit filed by the state's lone abortion clinic. And an operation in Marion County resulted in 20 arrests and the seizure of a large amount of drugs. Executing two separate search warrants on Monday morning, deputies arrested the 20 suspects in the area and nine more remain on the run. Inside of the homes, deputies uncovered a large amount of meth, cocaine, and marijuana along with multiple guns. Child Protective Services was also called to both homes as there was a juvenile and a baby present. This is for those who always show they care. Who told their kids everyone 12 and older is eligible for a COVID vaccine. Those who explain to their cousins that vaccines prevent nearly 100% of hospitalizations and deaths from COVID-19. This is for the ones protecting those they love. Thank you. We can do this. Find vaccines near you at vaccines.gov. Paid for by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. Typically, we here at Keep Mississippi Beautiful like to share positive news with you. But not today. Litter is on the rise in our state and we need your help. Please put trash in its proper place and make sure you aren't accidentally littering items from the back of your truck. Protect the road, secure your load, because trash blows. Do your part to keep Mississippi beautiful. Learn more at keepmsbeautiful.org. 
Mississippi Senators Roger Wicker and Cindy Hyde-Smith are calling on the Biden administration to conduct lease sales in the Gulf of Mexico and want answers on the future of the federal offshore leasing program. In a letter to the Interior Secretary, they joined others in expressing concerns that the pause and subsequent delay or cancellation of future lease sales creates instability in the oil and gas industry. In 2019, the U.S. oil and gas industry supported nearly 8% of the U.S. GDP and employed more than 2.5 million Americans. And 10,000 separate claims for unclaimed money have been filed since January of 2020. State Treasurer David McRae says so far, $30 million has been returned to its rightful owners since he took office. In fact, earlier this year, a $200,000 inheritance was returned to a man who didn't know it existed. To see if you have unclaimed property and for all things Mississippi, find us online at supertalk.fm. Is your business or home protected from power outages? Hurricanes cause widespread outages, with some lasting days and even weeks. Don't wait for a hurricane to hit. Prepare today with a standby residential or commercial generator from Taylor Power Systems. Give yourself an advantage over power outages with a Taylor Power standby generator. Give us a call today at 601-922-4444. Trustmark is the bank that fits you to a T. You can bank right on your phone or tablet with the My Trustmark app. Our mortgage lenders will help you buy your dream two-story tutor. And Trustmark Tailored Wealth offers tried and true advice that makes transforming your future a piece of uh toast. Nice. Trustmark. People you trust. Advice that works. Member FDIC. Equal housing lender. Tune in to Good Things with me, Rebecca Turner. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour, weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m., right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Sports Talk. Sports Talk Mississippi. To the junction, in the groove, and to the top. Sports Talk Mississippi on Super Talk Mississippi. Sports Talk Mississippi with you Tuesday afternoon rolling into the 5 o'clock hour. We are one hour away from first pitch. Biggest game of the season. This is the one where there, where you either win and get one more chance or you pack up the bags and pack up the cleats and get ready to go do whatever it is that you've got on the docket for summer, whether it's Cape Cod or Team USA or the Great Plains Leagues or Cotton States or anything in between. That's what's hanging in the balance. Or above for some of these guys. Or the draft in Major League Baseball, minor league baseball, then Major League Pro Ball. Yes, that that is a great point. That is a great point. It's coming up just after 6 o'clock. What, 6.09 first pitch, I believe it is tonight, from TD Ameritrade in Omaha. This is Sports Talk Mississippi. Richard Cross, Michael Borky, and Brian Haydad. Strider in Indianola. Has a starting pitcher been announced? If so, uh, if don't win, there's no tomorrow, so why say Bednar? 
Yes, Hudson Harding or Houston Harding is starting on the mound tonight for Mississippi State, and it's not that you wouldn't like Strider to start Will Bednar tonight. It's just probably too short a rest to try and pull that off. How much does the upcoming draft factor into the decision for Corbin and Lamonis in terms of Rocker and Bednar? How much? For Lamonis, a lot. For Corbin, probably not so much. Why do you say that about Tim Corbin? Because he's proven through the years that he pitches guys 100, 110, 112, 115 pitches, 120 pitches at times early in the season, throughout the year. He's a guy who's going to push his pitchers. And also has a track record for getting a bunch of those guys to the big leagues. He does. And successful careers once they get there. So, we'll see. Um, I I think it's less specifically about this draft and more about just the overall philosophy, which is kind of what Haydad is alluding to. How do you handle your staff? I I think... I think there are very few coaches who just fly by the seat of their pants with regard to the way they handle their pitching staffs. Not everybody does it the same way. Right. Everybody but they have they, they have a strategy, they have a system, they have a belief, and they communicate that with their pitchers and with their pitchers' families. And then they go from there. And part of it is you got to trust your guy also, right? you, you got to trust your guy to be honest with you. If Will Bednar has any soreness at all, he's got to tell Chris Lamonis, my arm's still sore. And then Chris Lamonis has to say to Will Bednar, I'm sorry, Will, I know you want the ball. I'm not giving it to you tonight. Because there's more than just this game that's important for you. We care about you. We care about your future. We care about your health. If Will Bednar says, Coach, I feel great. Give me the ball. Then you got to trust your guy that he does indeed feel great. And then you can give him the ball. And Harding's got to win one of these next two games anyway. He has to. So, you know, you hate to go out not potentially firing your best bullet when it might not be ready to be fired on top of the fact that the guy that you're firing tonight has to win one of these next two games and you'd rather throw him against a 17-year-old than a soon-to-be top-10 pick? Yeah. I mean, who would you rather uh, uh, facing off against Rocker? With all due respect to Houston Harding... It's not him. Be Bednar. Yeah, yeah. No, you're you're exactly right. Let's press pause on the baseball conversation for a second because it's time right now for the college football fix. College football fix is driven by Ford and your local Mississippi Ford dealers. Ford builds the SUVs and trucks of the future for everyone, like Explorer and Expedition. These SUVs are built to command the road. And the 2021 Ford F-150, smart, tough, and built to get the job done. Because the vehicles of the future aren't built for a few, they are built for America. Drive one, if you can find one, at your local Mississippi Ford dealer. Keep your eyes out. They are going fast. And they're hard to find right now. So, Pro Football Focus has released its preseason All-SEC team. Is it crazy that I put a little more stock in Pro Football Focus putting out a preseason All-SEC team than some of the other entities that are there? No, I mean, that, because they're so analytic-driven. You know, you, Yeah, it, not... it is data-driven. There is no eye test with these guys. 
First-team All-SEC preseason quarterback is Matt Corral. They say Corral piled up the fifth most deep passing yards, 1,265 in 2020, on throws of 10-plus yards down the field. He ranked fifth in percentage of accurate passes thrown. Even with that six-interception performance against Arkansas, he still managed to rank in the top 20 in the FBS when it came to negatively graded throw rate. He paired that with the 11th best positively graded throw rate, making him one of six Power 5 quarterbacks to rank in the top 20 in both categories. That's what I mean when I say they're data-driven. I don't even understand all of that. (laughs) Second-team quarterback, Miles Brennan. Third-team, Emory Jones from Florida. Honorable mention, Connor Bazelak at Mizzou. There's a a huge question mark there. Why is JT Daniels not even in the top four? His uh, adjusted deep ball accuracy apparently is quite awful. I mean, I guess. What's Miles Brennan's, though? I mean, how good could it have been? How good is Emory Jones' adjusted deep ball accuracy? That guy can't throw. Running back, two of them on the first team, Tank Bigsby from Auburn and Brian Robinson Jr. from Alabama. Second team running backs are Jerrion Ely from Ole Miss and Chris Rodriguez from Kentucky. The third team's Kevin Harris from South Carolina and Devin A. Shane from Texas A&M. Honorable mention, Isaiah Spiller at Texas A&M and Zamir White at Georgia. How about this? Wide receiver. First team. Eric Gilbert at Georgia. We're calling him a wide receiver now. Okay. I mean, is is that what we're calling him? Yeah. Well, they're going to use him like one now that... I mean, Pickens is out, and another Georgia receiver is potentially going to miss some time, so it's kind of by default like they need this guy to be wide receiver productive because they don't have very much depth there. The other first-team wide receivers, Traylon Burks at Arkansas, John Mechie third at Alabama. They actually do have a tight end category. Eric Gilbert's just not in it. Second-team wide receivers, Kayshawn Boutte at LSU, Anias Smith at A&M. And Wandale Robinson at Kentucky. The third-teamers, Dominic Blaylock at Georgia. Here's Jackson at Georgia. And Cam Johnson at Vanderbilt. We'll skip the honorable mention. Tight end, Jalen Weidermeyer from Texas A&M. Not gonna, oh, I see how it is. I see oh, how it is. Oh, I didn't, oh, geez, I didn't see it. I'm sorry. Honorable mention. You see what happens here, folks? Stop it. I did not see it. Jaden Wiley, I was honestly a little surprised that he wasn't one of the third-team picks. Jaden Wally, honorable mention from Mississippi State. Amir Abdur Rahman <laughs> at uh, Vanderbilt, and Jalen Hyatt at Tennessee. I love when he makes an honest mistake. Yeah, just... and I get to, to to jab him a little. It makes me laugh every time. I know it's an honest mistake. It really was, I but I get to jab. It really him. was. <laughs> just, just stick the knife in. Jab away, Mister Haydad. You jab away. I earned that Listen. one. Yeah. Here are your tight ends: Jalen Watermeyer from Texas A and M. Jaleel Billingsley at Alabama, Darnell Washington at Georgia. I'll skip the honorable mention. <laughs> have you I love noticed Billingsley. something about this list so far? Texas A&M seems to have a whole. They lot got a of, lot of dudes. Got a lot of dudes. I love Billingsley though. I think that might be the guy. Offensive tackle Evan Neal at Alabama. Uh, Darian Kennard at Kentucky. The guards, Emil. Ikior at Alabama, 
Justin Schaefer at Georgia. The center is Michael Maietti at Missouri. Are there any backups from Ole Miss or Mississippi State on those? Yes, I think Ben Brown is an honorable mention at center. Um, can't believe Kenyon Green and Jeremy James is honorable mention at guard from Ole Miss. Okay, yeah. What were you going to say? I can't believe Kenyon Green is the only third team. That guy's as good as anybody. Interior defensive line: Kobe Whiteside at Missouri. Padarian Mathis at Alabama. Edge players, these are just first-team guys. Um, I will give you the Ole Miss and State guys as we go along the way. Uh, Honorable mention, Cameron Young, Mississippi State. Edge guys, DeMarvin Leal at Texas A&M. Will Anderson at Alabama. Linebackers, Mike Jones at LSU. Who? Nicobe Dean at Georgia. Chance Campbell at Ole Miss, a second team preseason all SEC player. Only two corner Derek. Weird. Yeah, Derek Stingley at LSU. Uh, Eli Ricks at LSU. Martin Emerson, third team from Mississippi State. Jordan Battle, the first team safety. We'll be right back. From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving your glass needs. They're in Ridgeland on 51 North End and Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive. Crossgates call 601-605-4443. That accident on 20 westbound just before State Street is cleared up. However, traffic backed all the way up. 55 southbound starts to slow down at Lakeland while 20 eastbound traffic backed up to Pearl. Give it a few before it gets back up to full speed. Elsewhere, things looking pretty good. This update brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop. Call Smith Brothers 601-353-5217. Ben Nelson Golf and Outdoor is now offering easy-go units with maintenance-free elite lithium batteries and an unprecedented eight-year warranty with unbeatable energy efficiency. Only at Ben Nelson Golf and Outdoor. Exit 114 in Gleickstead or online at bennelson.com. Ridgeland Medical Clinic is a proud sponsor of the Gallo Radio Show. Conveniently located in Ridgeland off Highway 51 North in the Oak Place Shopping Center. Call them to see Jody Adams today. I'm here with John Ravenstein, and John, you sure seem to love what you do. What's not to love? (laughs) Working with diamonds and gemstones? Ever since I was a kid, growing up in Northeast Jackson, I dreamed of being a jeweler. You knew that early on what you wanted to be in life? I would ride my bike every day after school, Mm -hmm. all the way down to my parents' store on Capitol Street to clean the jewelry cases, just to see every diamond I could. It was amazing. (laughs) Like a kid in a candy store, huh? And right then I knew. It was either that or a rock star. I didn't know you could sing. You know, I can't. That's why I'm a jeweler. <laughs> I don't know, John. If you think about it, you got thousands of fans. Yeah. And women who adore you. <laughs> okay. You're a rock star. I guess you're right. And these, these are my Rolling Stones. Juniker Jewelry, Mississippi's direct diamond importer. From anywhere in Mississippi, we're at 1485 Highland Colony Parkway, just south of 463 in Madison, and junikerjewelry.com. 
Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store. LS Tractor understands your passion for the land, and just like you, LS Tractor is committed to excellence and superior products. LS Tractor comes with a long list of standard features that are unmatched by other brands and backed with the LS commitment to provide exceptional customer service and satisfaction. You get a lot more for your money with the LS Tractor. Come to the Tractor Store in Richland to experience the LS difference. The Tractor Store in Richland. It's a madness sale. We're back on the lot. The deals are astounding. Really? Stop the noise. Quality vehicles, affordable prices, Pinnacle Motors. It's what they're all about. Come see Steve Owen and the friendly staff and find a quality pre-owned vehicle with financing available and a warranty. Pinnacle Motors on the corner of Highway 471 and Baker Lane and Vine Street in Brandon and online at PinnacleMotorsLLC.com. Quality vehicles, affordable prices, Pinnacle Motors. This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to The Ben Shapiro Show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3 Super Talk Jackson. Sports Talk Mississippi. Sports. Sports. On your radio and in the game. Super Talk Mississippi. Sports Talk Mississippi streaming at supertalk.fm. You want to be a part of the conversation? We would love to hear from you on the ceasefire text line 601 879 4395. From the Wall Street Journal, Gator fans rejoice. Jean shorts or jorts. Are flying off shelves. Here's why the uniform of the barbecue dad is now seen as high fashion. Hey. I don't know who they're talking to. No jorts on my barbecues. It says jean shorts, a dad style staple, are suddenly in fashion from scrappy DIY versions to extravagantly extravagantly expensive designer models, once mockable jorts are a big summer trend for men, and it goes on to tell us why. I don't know that I care enough to read why. All you need to know is jorts are back, baby. Nostalgia is also what pushed Aaron Levine back to jorts. They hearken back to a simpler time, said the 44-year-old menswear designer who until recently worked at Abercrombie & Fitch. Jorts are, quote, a bit of a 70s situation, Worn with a Faith No More t-shirt or a big polo, he said. That's exactly what Brian Haydad was thinking when he saw this headline. You want it all, but you can't have it. I want to see what Faith No More t-shirts look like. I don't own one. Vintage Faith No More t-shirts. Yeah, not so much. Not so much. I mean, jean shorts are huge in women's fashion. They're back in men's fashion, buddy. Well, I mean, yes, as the Wall Street Journal tells us. 
William sends us a message that says, Who wears jort jorts? <laughs> There's a suggestion for a new, uh, a new uh, segment on the show. Jorts and jerseys with Michael Borky. Yes, sir. Yeah, man, I used to rock jorts at field parties back in college. Haven't worn a pair since, but I'm happy for Florida fans all over the country. They've gone what? from a, a, a mockery to high fashion by doing nothing. Isn't that amazing? Well, I mean, that's how there, it works, you know. You just, you just um, one day you just turn up and it's 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 high fashion. There was a response to the tweet from uh, the Wall Street Journal. It says, all for genu- uh, gender equality with the one exception of jean shorts. You just don't know high fashion, obviously. Scott and Clinton says, wait, jean shorts went out of style? See? My man. You were just Jason, ahead of the curve, you hipster, you. Jason says, I'm sorry, the only man who should ever wear jorts is Stone Cold Steve Austin, and that's the bottom line. Who does Florida open the season with? I don't know who that is. Uh... Wait, did Stone Cold say that's the bottom line, or was that somebody else? I don't know who this person is you're talking about. So Stone Cold Steve Austin? Never heard of him. Wait, you don't like Stone Cold? Who? Stop it! You're the wrestling guy, not me! He was a wrestler? Florida Atlantic is the answer to your question, Borky. In game, I don't, I don't acknowledge people that have me blocked on Twitter. That's all I'm saying. Wait, why did Stone Cold Steve Austin block you on Twitter? I made a joke about his podcast in mine one time, and he's yeah, that rattlesnake. Evidently, is very thin-skinned. I was always a rock guy myself. Because Stone Cold said so. Yeah. Uh, does Haydad have any jorts? No, I own no jorts. Do you even have any jeans? I have plenty of jeans. I don't know if I've ever seen you in jeans. Well, it's because when we do these remotes, I try to wear slacks. Come hang out with me sometime. I wear jeans. Okay. I was wearing jeans yesterday. Tanner Allen needs some jorts. (laughs) You think Mullen's going to rock him in the first game? Ceasefire text line. Is Dan Mellon, uh, Dan Mullen, <laughs> Mellon, is Dan Mullen wearing jorts on the sideline this year when South Alabama comes to town? Oh, well, they're very fashionable, you know, and uh, I got my, I got my, uh, Air Jordan jorts. Air Jordan. Air Jordan. My Air Jorts. Air Jordans. <laughs> yeah. Hey. Somebody says we got to back up and hear this stone cold story. So, like, one time, my podcast was ranked ahead of his in the Apple podcast rankings, and I just made a joke about it, and I didn't think anything of it, because I don't follow Stone Cold or didn't follow Stone Cold on Twitter. And then one March 16th, I went to wish him a happy 316, as I I was I would normally do, and I couldn't, his, his name wouldn't pop up. So I, I went looking, and sure enough, he had blocked me on Twitter. And that was the only interaction I had had with him between those two time frames. So, Are you able to tell when someone blocks you on no, Twitter? No, no. But it, like I said, that was the last time I had ever mentioned him on Twitter. So obviously he saw that and was like, you hurt my feelings. So I think he'd be a little tougher hmm. than that, but I guess not. Somebody says go cargo jorts for the full dad effect. Yeah, now we're buddy. talking. You need the extra pockets. Put those new balances on and cut the grass. Mm-hmm. I'm a <laughs> Skechers man myself. 
David in Indianola points out that the Vanderbilt Whistler wears shorts. That's actually a true statement. Yeah. He wears some, some high fashion ones. I think they're bedazzled. And having graphics on your van is coming next. I don't I don't know how that guy doesn't come back. Pant purses, baby. Every time. Did you see Eli Drinkwitz was uh, rocking a satchel at uh, his latest appearance? It was a fashion show, fundraiser. Trying to be uh, high fashion himself. He had a Louis Vuitton bag, and you know what he looked like? The guy from Hangover. Nerd. He looked like Alan. He looked like Alan? Indiana Jones wears one. That guy Mm. seemed like a real straight shooter. Isn't the biggest issue with jorts when they get wet? Well, that's probably the issue with any pants, to be totally honest. I mean... The only time I've ever worn jorts, I had way too many, and so I don't I don't know what that was like. They probably ended up wet. Somehow or another, yeah. Like, wet jeans are miserable. The worst. Yes. If you're going to, yeah, yeah, I agree. Have you seen these new swim trunks that are out for men now, by the way? They took out the mesh, oh, yeah. and they put in like a, 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 a bike short, like the like a football girdle. Kind of uh, interior like that. I cut out the mesh of every swimsuit I buy. That's what I'm right saying. Away. The mesh is it makes it, it makes it terrible, especially for us fat guys. <laughs> but now, now you can walk around, and they make them. They have one pair that I was told I haven't seen yet. That's just khaki, so I can like wear these and think people, oh, he's just wearing a pair of khaki shorts. No, I'm wearing swim trunks. I'm an ultimate comfort. Richard Winter Ruse coming back. Shoes for your feet, pockets for your stuff. That was the tagline. Walter never Payton. had a pair of ruse. Walter Payton was their uh, was their spokesman. Was he now? Yeah, he's a big ruse guy. Uh, are British knights making a comeback as well? BKs. That's what uh, BKs. This is a Reebok shirt. See, this is Reebok. Really? Got this? Yeah. Hmm. Um. Within the uh, the confines of this conversation, we've had a couple of messages that say, uh, what kind of a chance does Mississippi State have tonight? A great chance. Of course they do. I mean, there's a reason they're here. Go ahead. Please tell you, me all about this great chance. You don't have. buy it? No. Hey, here, here's a spin zone. First of all, like we said earlier in the show, I'm, I'm spinning for Mississippi State. What what the heck's happening to me? Um, we learned I think earlier only in the one show, of us picked them to win the College World Series. I only picked the game last night, accurately, I might add. Um, for those of you that reminded me about my underpick, I went one and one, okay? I'm 50%. Push. Yeah. Live to fight another day. Uh I think State's bullpen yesterday showed you that if you're not handing out base runners, that this Vanderbilt offense is easily shut down. But historically, I know that doesn't matter now, but 11 of the last 17 Game 1 winners have won the College World Series. Now, you might think, well, that heavily favors Vanderbilt. If you look at it differently, it's 11-6. and Moves the numbers a little bit. But even more importantly, the last two Game 1 losers have won the College World Series. And four of the last five Game 1 losers have won the College World Series. It ain't over yet. And now that I've said that, Vanderbilt's going to win 25 to nothing, and you are all going to shame me tomorrow. But history says it ain't over yet. Vandy has finally put their uh, lineup out. It is Christian Little on the mound for them. 
So you got Houston Harding against Christian Little tonight. Very, very much a contrast in styles. Yep. Sports Talk Mississippi streaming at supertalk.fm. We will be right back. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, sunny skies with a slight chance of rain, high near 92. Tonight, partly cloudy, low around 72. A 40% chance of rain for your Wednesday, mostly sunny, high near 92. And for your Thursday, a 40% chance of showers and thunderstorms, mostly sunny, high near 92. This weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service at 1208 Old Fannin Road. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha outboard dealer in Brandon. The staff and management of Discount Gun Safes would like to wish you a very safe and happy 4th of July holiday. Remember our troops serving here and abroad. From your friends at Discount Gun Safes, have fun, but please drive safely this 4th of July. Carter Sledge Family Dentistry is just that, a family. This is a whole new me, almost. You know. And, of course, I just started bawling, and then I looked around, and they had tears. And then the whole it seemed like the whole office came in and, and looked. But it was just a feeling like I have never felt before. Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, 772 Lake Harbor Drive in Richland, 601-607-7876. Rogers Dab Chevrolet is Mississippi's largest General Motors business elite dealer. We make it easy to maintain your fleet with over 100 work-ready vehicles available for your job site. Diesel, gas, trucks, vans, and service bodies. And we build to your business specifications. It really is easier with Rogers Dab's fleet. Call the Rogers Dab's business elite fleet team today at 866-671-4226 or visit us online at rogersdabs.com. Rogers Dab Chevrolet. Find new roads. I'm Andy Gibson, your Commissioner of Agriculture and Commerce. Come shop the freshest locally grown fruits and vegetables, meats, and other farm-raised products at the Mississippi Farmer's Market every Saturday from 8 to 1. While there, you can grab breakfast or lunch at the City Limits Cafe and shop our new Genuine Mississippi store for unique items made right here in Mississippi. The store is also open weekdays 11 to 1 every day. All this at the Mississippi Farmer's Market, 929 High Street in Jackson, right near the fairgrounds. Y'all come see. Gulf Seafood Outlet. Fresh Gulf Shrimp. Gulf Seafood Outlet. Fresh Gulf Oysters. Gulf Seafood Outlet. Your Fresh Seafood Headquarters. Gulf Seafood Outlet. Highway 51 in Ridgeland, just past Lake Harbor Drive. 601-790-9407. Pool tables, ping pong, poker, classic arcades, football, sports decor, even kitchen and bar stools. You'll find it all at Game Room Gallery. Game Room Gallery has plenty to choose from during this time you're at home to help make many more memories with your family. With specials on classic arcades and pool sticks, too. Let Game Room Gallery bring excitement to any room in your home. Game Room Gallery, Ridgewood Road, just north of County Line. For more, call 601-853-7777. That's 601-853-7777. Online at gameroom-gallery.com. I'm Stephen Gagliano, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. The U.S. Supreme Court recently agreed to review Mississippi's 15-week abortion ban passed by the legislature in 2018. Monday, Attorney General Lynn Fitch gave an update on the timeline of the case. Our petition is due next month. We will then have the other side will have to file their petition in September, probably be a rebuttal in a couple of weeks, and hopefully that the Supreme Court will hear us in person in November. 
The law was blocked following a lawsuit filed by the state's lone abortion clinic. And an operation in Marion County resulted in 20 arrests and the seizure of a large amount of drugs. Executing two separate search warrants on Monday morning, deputies arrested the 20 suspects in the area and nine more remain on the run. Inside of the homes, deputies uncovered a large amount of meth, cocaine, and marijuana along with multiple guns. Child Protective Services was also called to both homes as there was a juvenile and a baby present. Big head Todd and the monsters are coming. Saturday, July 17th. Wicked Weed Brewing presents the, the Twilight, Twilight Concert, Concert Series at Renaissance. Tickets are on sale now at Ardenland.net. Don't miss Big Head Todd and the Monsters with Southern Avenue and South of Eden live at Renaissance. Produced by Ratchet Entertainment Group and Ardenland. Bad internet is bad for business. We've all been there. Lagging video chats. What I said. Slow downloads. Oh, come on. It's just not a good look. Instead, call Ceasefire Business. Our local experts deliver gigabit speeds backed by thousands of miles of fiber for the fastest, most reliable internet around. Period. No excuses, no apologies. Just fiber fast internet that works. Ceasefire Business. See how our fiber solutions can help power your success at ceasefirebusiness.com. Because of Palmer Home for Children, my three sisters and I are able to grow up together. When there was nowhere else for myself, my brother, or my sister to go, there was Palmer Home. My brother and I came to Palmer Home when I was two years old. Next month, I'll turn 16. Palmer Home for Children is my home. Gallo here. Just want to remind you about the ninth annual Palmer Home for Children Radiothon on July the 15th. Look, not only tune in, be a part of it right here on Super Talk Mississippi. Mississippi. Sports. Sports Talk Mississippi. You know I love sports. On Super Talk Mississippi. a beauty from South Alabama Her daddy had a heart like a nine-pound hammer Think he even did a little time in the slammer What was I thinking? She snuck out one night and met me by the front gate Her daddy came out waving that 12-gauge We tore out the drive Jason says State's going to win tonight I already got my cheap jersey and white shorts on State hasn't lost a game this year When I've worn that get up while listening to the game The loss last night was my fault that's what says uh, Jason. He's locked in. If you are a Mississippi State baseball fan, do you have a superstition? Is there something that you will be doing during the game tonight to make sure that Mississippi State advances to game three of the College World Series so that you are not like Jason where you feel like you've got to take the blame because of something that you didn't do tonight during the game. I imagine there are quite a few of those out there. You got one, hey, Deb? I do not. I do not. I just just watch the games. You don't have a specific shirt you wear or no. some maroon no. underwear that you lean on? or I don't actually have any maroon underwear. I don't believe you. Hold on, let me get. I do. No, Uh, I don't. I don't have any. 
Uh oh, a, a state friend buddy just Uh-oh. texted me and said, "Drink heavily, just like during every Mississippi State game." Uh oh. Uh oh. The tarp is being unrolled. Oh no! And is about to go back on the field. Once again, I will be home in time to watch the whole game. Earlier, it was raining heavily. Tarp came off the field. Both teams going through their warm-ups, and now it is once again raining in middle America. Oh, no. Hey, we're happy to remind you that the ninth annual Palmer Home for Children Radiothon is coming your way in just a little over two weeks. It's on Thursday, July 15th, right here on Super Talk Mississippi. Every year there are children across Mississippi that need a loving home, and many times these children are caught in unimaginable circumstances. And that's why we need your help. You'll find how Palmer Home for Children rescues and restores children. It's a faith-based organization that does not take government money, so we need your help. And one of the many ways that you can help is by donating an item to our Radiothon online auction. The money raised from your item will go directly to help these children you have something that is over a $100 value that you'd like to donate to be auctioned off during the Radiothon, let us know. You can shoot us an email to donate at supertalk.fm. We certainly would appreciate your help. You've been so incredibly generous for most of the last decade uh, as the Palmer Home for Children Radiothon has grown and grown and grown year after year. And we're excited to bring it to you again coming up on Thursday, July 15th. Again, if you've got something that you would like to donate for the online auction, donate at supertalk.fm. And if you could do that in the next week, that certainly would be helpful for us from an administrative standpoint and uh, getting that on board. had a a dear friend who sent me a message just this morning uh, reminding me that he had an auction item for us and uh, so excited to get that and uh, many, many other things to help us raise money for the children at Palmer Home for Children. Stuffy in Tupelo wants to know how many teams are in Division One baseball. 3-20-1-2-3? Isn't that the number? Something like that, yeah. Thanks for the something like that. Yeah, I was thinking that perhaps. I mean, that's what it is. It's in the 320s somewhere. There we go. As I recall, in dead last in, amongst them in the RPI this past year was Mississippi Valley State. In 2019, it was 297. Okay. Let's see here. I can pull up the D1 baseball uh, RPI and tell you how many teams are ranked. Uh, 294 was the number this year. Yeah, you had some programs fold. I, I thought it was fa- – I mean, you, you can never escape your hometown, right? I was watching the Super Regional Estate in Notre Dame, and two guys in that game played at the now-defunct Furman. Hmm. Notre Dame started a guy that was a starter at Furman, and he transferred there to play. And uh, Mississippi State has a re- not-often-used relief pitcher who played at Furman. Yep. Hey, Dad, I told you earlier we've got starting lineups for Mississippi State. Got them for both teams. Vandy, the visiting team tonight, goes with Christian Little on the mound. Bradfield leading off, then Carter Young and Dominic Keegan. Tate Colwick is the DH batting cleanup, followed by Parker Nolan at second base. C.J. Rodriguez catching. Javier Vaz, the left fielder, is hitting seventh. Isaiah Thomas batting eighth. 
And Jason Gonzalez, the third baseman that wears number 99, is hitting in the nine hole. Uh, leading batting average on the team for Vanderbilt is Enrique, uh, Enrique Bradfield Jr. He's hitting, that's not right, uh, Dominic Keegan has got the top batting average on the team at 354. Bradfield's hitting 343. For Mississippi State, Rowdy Jordan leading off. He's got a 323 average and playing center field. Tanner Allen in right, hitting 381. Then it's Cameron James at third. Luke Hancock at first. Logan Tanner catching. Scotty DeBrule is the second baseman with Brad Cumbust in left. Kellum Clark hitting 238 as the DH. Lane Forsyth is the shortstop batting ninth. He's hitting 220. And left-hander Houston Harding on the mound tonight for Mississippi State. So those are the lineups. Tarp has just come back on the field. It has been a rainy afternoon in Omaha. Officially in a delay now. Yeah, and it, the forecast, if you look at the hourly, has basically nothing, but it's one of those pop-up showers, and every five minutes it just keeps growing a little bit and growing a little bit and growing a little bit. So hopefully it gets on out. Yeah. Hopefully. Uh, Cole Kubelik tweeted, this was 19 hours ago, so I guess at the end of last night's game. Vanderbilt has 71 strikeouts as a staff this year during the College World Series. The all-time record for strikeouts in a single College World Series is 77 by Arizona State in 1967. That makes me wonder how many Mississippi State's got. They had 21 in their opening game against Texas. They struck Texas out a bunch. Yeah. I don't know that we've got all the box scores in one place. I would imagine Mississippi State is not too terribly far off of that number. Uh, Last night, Mississippi State pitching seven strikeouts. So not a ton last night. Give me a best-case scenario in terms of how this game plays out tonight for Mississippi State. It's going to sound sort of silly, but they need to win sort of big. They need to be able to rest a couple of other guys. Like, it would be great to not pitch Landon Sims tonight and maybe be able to throw him four innings tomorrow. Um, So getting out to a fast start, you know, shut down one, two, three in the top of the first, come out, get a couple of runs on the board in the bottom of the first, and just take control of the game, let the crowd get into it and, and sort of push you throughout, get some hits up and down the lineup. I mean, they, they need they need a lot tonight. They need a lot of confidence. They need a lot of things to go right for them. You know, I and and you know, just be the for the first time, you know, in this college world series, take control of a game from the start and just and just hold on to it throughout. Borky, any thoughts? You concur? I concur. Yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, this team has thrived on their backs being against the wall all year. So, do they have one more in them? We'll see. They have been. Uh, they've been good with their backs against the wall, not just this year, but in uh, in recent years. Really risen to the occasion. We'll see if that happens tonight. We got our first suspension for sticky stuff in Major League Baseball. Hector Santiago, a big league veteran for the Mariners, was ejected after umpires found a sticky substance on his glove. He claims that it was just rosin. The rule is you can't have any sort of a substance on your glove. 
But now you got people pushing back a little bit saying, hold on a second. You can't make me not sweat. Like, it's summertime, and we're competing in a sport, and we're going to sweat. Rosin is legal, so if you mix rosin in heavy amounts with sweat, it's going to create some sort of a sticky substance. And if you put it on your glove arm, and then it drips its way down onto your glove, perhaps you have a sticky substance. He's now out 10 games with pay. So you had that on one side of the equation, a guy claiming he was not breaking the rules. And then you have the video that emerged from the Kansas City bullpen last night where a relief pitcher wearing rubber surgical gloves had some sort of a substance on his finger and he walked up and the guy that was getting ready to go in the game lifted his arm and the relief pitcher with the surgical gloves took the sticky substance and rubbed it underneath the jersey into the armpit area of the pitcher. Who was not caught, by the way, for having an illegal substance while he was in the game. Cheaters going to cheat, man. Cheaters are going to cheat. Sports Talk Mississippi. We'll be back. From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving your glass needs in Ridgeland on 51 North and in Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive. Crossgates, just call 601-605-4443. All lanes are blocked southbound on 220 at Watkins Drive. That's exit 8, 220 southbound. Expect delays. Also still seeing delays southbound on 55 uh, from Lakeland down to the stack and some uh, heavy traffic still 20 westbound there at State Street. This update brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop, proudly serving the Metro since 1946. This year, we have all worked together to get through one of the toughest times in American history. At Car Care Clinic, we extend our thanks to all the essential workers who helped keep the world turning. Now we can see the light at the end of the tunnel as life is beginning to return to normal. Car Care Clinic continues our commitment to great service you can depend on for brakes, alignments, tune-ups, check engine light diagnostics, tires, and we encourage guests to remain in their vehicles during our 28-point full-service oil changes, locally owned and operated. Car Care Clinic has been a business you can trust for great service and great results for over 44 years. And we offer a 10% discount for women every Wednesday and military, seniors, and all first responders every Thursday. Visit any of our convenient locations or for savings, go to cccjl.com. Car Care Clinic. We want to change your oil, not your schedule. Nobody cares like the Car Care Clinic for your automobile. Are you ready for what is possibly the last lawnmower you will ever buy? If so, then you are ready for an Exmark. This is David Frederick with Frederick Sales and Service. And if you're ready, now is the time to take advantage of special Exmark pricing and special Exmark financing. With 0% financing and payments that won't start for 150 days. That's five months before your first payment and still 0% interest. You don't want to miss out on this opportunity to own the mower that landscape professionals purchase two to one over the next best-selling brand. So stop by Frederick Sales and Service on Old Highway 471 in Brandon and let me or one of my experienced staff help you find the Xmark mower that best suits your needs. At Frederick's, we are the Xmark experts. 
26 years of award-winning selling, servicing, and supporting our customers with legendary Exmar quality. Frederick Sales and Service, the choice in outdoor equipment. Serving Central Mississippi since 1993. I wish there was a place where we could sample wines before we buy. There is. Colony Bistro and Wine Bar just opened right next door to Colony Wine Market in Madison. They have 32 wines by the glass, wine flights, and the food is terrific. Yes, get your purse, sweetie. No Drip Roofing and Construction, online at NoDripMS.com. Whatever Mother Nature dishes out, No Drip Roofing and Construction can take care of it. 601-371-1051. 601-371-1051. 601-371-1051. One of the things I enjoy most about raising catfish is the end result, the fish on the truck headed to the plant. I like that because we raised a good product with a, with a good team and a good uh, result from from all the hard work that we've done. I'm Terry Cruz, and I'm proud to be your 2020 Arkansas Catfish Farmer of the Year. We all have to eat. So if you're going to eat, eat U.S. farm-raised catfish. Pine Grove Behavioral Health understands that lasting recovery and healing begins at the roots of who we are. Transformation is deeply woven into the core of each individual through broad-reaching treatment options. As a result, we have gained a reputation as one of the nation's most comprehensive treatment campuses, drawing an expertise and multiple whole-life treatment programs to effectively address the real complexities of life and addiction. Call 1-888-574-HOPE or visit pinegrovetreatment.com for more information. One place, many solutions your midday meeting place the jt show with gerard gibbert weekdays 10 to 1 here on super talk mississippi let's go let's go let's go this is your new home for exclusive sports coverage here in the magnolia state sports talk mississippi on super talk mississippi The official tweet 10 minutes ago from NCAACWS game update. CWS Finals Game 2 is under a weather delay due to rain and will begin at a time TBD. Oh, that's just great. I would like to uh, point you to a conversation that we had during the third week of February when I wondered out loud if the College World Series at Globe Life Field in Arlington, Texas, would be a cool spot. Could be cool, with the roof closed and the air conditioning on. You could have zero rain delays in a retractable roof stadium. Can you imagine what the crowds would have been like? And host a cattle auction. They do that. That'd be a great venue for the College World Series. I'm sure the Omaha Chamber of Commerce does not appreciate my sentiment on that, and that's fine. Easier to get to, easier to get in and out of. Hotels, not an issue. Restaurants, not an issue. Ballpark, spectacular. Double the capacity, give or take. Yeah, but the zoo's not as good. Surely Dallas has a zoo that is comparable to Omaha's. It's pretty good. I've heard the Omaha Zoo is fantastic. Yeah. You can't cross the street and be in Iowa. That's another Yeah, that's another true. Issue. That is that is true. Yeah, but I mean, 
We got such a great thing this year with the players in the evening game having to wear sunglasses and block the sun from their eyes so they could just see the pitch. I mean, why would you want to ruin that? Yeah. And they're not banging on Omaha. They do a great job. But it's almost like there is a uh, deal where thunderstorms happen in the lower Great Plains in the middle of the summer. Yeah. What are we going to do with the puns, though? Like Arling Hogs? <laughs> hey. I get it. I get that Omaha is the College World Series. I understand. I'm just telling you, it's a really great venue in Arlington. I have a friend that like, sent me a message that says that's a really bad take. I like brisket. Yeah, I'm with you. Somebody said just imagine the hashtag road to Dallas. Yeah. I guess it doesn't qu- ring quite the same. Dalla dogs. No. Somebody says, well, if they move the College World Series to Dallas, no one would be able to go to a steakhouse, right? Yeah, exactly. I think that's quite the opposite of the problem you have in Dallas. Exactly. It would yeah, be, that, that's be the... picking which steakhouse you want to go to. Yeah. Look, man, if we were still playing at Rosenblatt and they had made you know tons and tons of improvements to that and it still had the nostalgia and the feel to it, yeah. I'm with you. Never move it. But TD Ameritrade is just kind of meh. It's big. It's nice enough. doesn't hold a candle to that ballpark in Arlington. That's just me, though. Move it around. Play it in Miami. Oh. You'd put no. more people in there than the Marlins can. No. Yeah, but, well, I mean, <laughs> I could get a spelling bee to do that. I'm just saying. Do every retractable roof stadium in America. Uh, yeah, but this when you go outside, though, it's going to be nasty. Oh, man, yeah. you could have a ball at Miami. Are you kidding me? I'm just talking about the weather. I'm just talking, I mean, yeah. I know it's hot in Texas, but Miami is different. Yeah. Yeah, I, my, my, I don't want to move it around. Like, I, I like it having a permanent home. I do. I just... I bet Mike you know. Bianco would love it so people could stop talking about trips to Omaha. Jeez. Oh, what would we do with the anagram at that point? Or the uh, the acronym? I mean, I don't know how to make one out of Arlington. All Rebels love... I can't do it. Okay, I can't just do it. We, we, could do, we could do Dallas, though. <laughs> Duh. Um. Um. Dang. I can't. I, I'll have to think about it. I'll have to think about it. I'll get back to you tomorrow with my official Dallas... Anti Ole Miss slogan. It's going to be tough. Then have the right. This letters. was just a conversation that we had in February after the college baseball showdown with a venue that was absolutely spectacular. You had twenty thousand people show up for opening weekend college baseball. I just can't imagine what it would be like for the college. I mean, can you imagine Mississippi State, Texas, those games in the College World Series? It's just easy to get to, no rain delays, and whatnot. You could inadvertently run into Dak Prescott. (laughs) Tweet of the day comes as we wrap it up. Ole Miss does Dallas.
Did you see fake Dak at the uh, the game the other night? I did not. A Texas fan looked. I mean, he looked exactly like Dak, Dak Prescott. Pearl River Resort pick of the Texas day. T-shirt. Brought to you by the Sportsbook at Timeout Lounge. Mississippi State evens the series and forces Game Three tomorrow night against Vanderbilt, assuming they play and the weather cooperates. Thanks for being with us. Enjoy your Tuesday night. Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.